97.3. Acra. There can be no other than to save free. No need to change. Keep it tuned to save Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Hey, there is a name, there is a name and sings a storm. I know a name, I know a name that changes lives and destinies. The wind obey and demons flee when that name is lifted high. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Twenty-five minutes past six on Tuesday, the fourteenth of February. Ghana Hamilton. The name of Jesus. There's power in the name. 
It's a powerful name. And it's on the wings of this song. We welcome you to our Tuesday edition of your favorite radio show. My name is Benna. Thank you so much for staying with us on 97.3 City. Let's start with Business Sense, brought to you by ADB. Talk to us for new and better terms for your existing loan. Get reduced interest rates. Get extended repayment periods. Maintain your existing repayment amount. Visit any of our branches. Call us on 059-384-4898. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before, but I think you need to hear it again. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it says leaders get into trouble when they stop caring for the people who work with them. Leaders get in trouble when they quit caring for the people who work with them. And it says when you stop loving people, stop leading them. It's very important to have love for the team you work with. Otherwise, you would seek to manipulate them when you should be motivating them. So love in the context of leadership. Yesterday, I was talking to Ochiame uh, Kwame and he says, the whole story about Ghana, love the country. He said, said the whole summary of everything. He says, if you have, Charlie, he said, if you have your wife and your children and you don't have enough money, you don't let them take trotro and you'll be driving your car. You all take the trotro together. So love for the workers, love for the team, love for the citizens, love for the nation. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That was Business Sense, brought to you by ADB Truly, a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
Yes, and the message is love from the streets to the mountains and the heavens above. So many things happening in our world. Sometimes you wonder whether you want to listen to, you know, like Turkey and Syria have had a major, major, major situation, you know, and thousands of people have died. And then there's all kinds of things going on, like South Africa. South Africa has a national disaster over floods, Mm -hmm. right? Nine provinces have been flooded. New Zealand has been hit by a, a cyclone. Oh, Charlie. And people are sitting in boats and things. Global warming. You Global know. Warming. Global warming. And then there's outbreak of Marburg virus mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Equatorial Guinea. Guinea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then the US people too have gone to cut mm. some balloon. Hey, whoa. <laughs> that they say, the Chinese people said the balloon went out, of course. They shut the balloon down. Now they've rescued the balloon's part from the ocean. They are going to scrutinize the balloon yeah, very well. Reverse engineering. Charlie. You know what exactly what? Nigeria too has elections. How many balloons? They they they, like there's, no, there's no four of them. Like four, okay. And there's no currency in the system. They are going to vote in two weeks. Just everywhere you pass. Basa. Yama. So the <laughs> message is love. And here in Ghana, no. well, the small people, the the the, the poor people say, no, 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 no. Charlie, Charlie, the money, Charlie. They won't take the money. Uh, they take self already. <laughs> oh. Charlie, some way. But you know, the, the whole the whole story is that you know, Charlie Kwame said, Bernard, if you want to solve Ghana's problem, love the country. <laughs> <laughs> is there somebody called him? And, you know, yesterday he was at the launch of the Heritage <laughs> Month, uh-huh. and then we we launched. The the, 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 no, there's a platform we call Make It Ghana. Okay. Now we are saying, if it's investment, make, make it, it Ghana. Ghana. If it's film, make it Ghana. If it's uh, music, make it Ghana. Uh-huh. If it's food, make it Ghana. If it's tourism, make it Ghana. That's the whole story. Uh-huh. And what Chami Kwame said, he the summary of the economic problem is just love Ghana. Just love yeah, Ghana. He said, if you love Ghana, and the love is unconditional. And he said, he, he loves his wife and his children. Uh-huh. So when does he have money? They all take trot trot together. <laughs> he he will sit in his car and they will take trot. Uh-huh. So he said, the t- economic theory for the week is love Ghana. Love Ghana. Yeah, and I think it's good. No, 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 no. I think yeah. that is deep. So eat Ghana rice. Yes. Wear Ghana shoes. Mm-hmm. Wear Ghana shoes. Uh-huh. Everything Ghana. No, no, my... I think it's powerful. Oh, no, no. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. So the news by review is on the theme, make it Ghana. Uh-huh. And, and we are loving Ghana. That's why we are here. And it's brought to you yes. by Total Energy. Mm-hmm. We've been in Ghana for many years. We are now in the CIMG Hall of Fame in terms of our petroleum company category. And we are committed to our users. That's why we are dedicating these wonderful awards to you. We are a multi-energy company delivering excellent innovative products to our users. Nathan mm-hmm. Kwa is here. It's 6.31. I've received lots of messages from people that I should say they love somebody. <laughs> And I'll read it for them, soon. including Nathan. No, plenty of people. No, Nathan. Yeah, no. So, Nathan, what do you have with for the graphic? What's the graphic this morning? Yeah, the graphic is saying a number of things. Domestic debt exchange program. Mm. Government secures eighty percent target. Right. Will overcome challenges soon. President assures nation. Mm. Seven STEM schools fully operational. That's according to the education minister. On the back page of the daily graphic, GHS receives cancer treatment equipment. Mm. And GS pledges school block for Atigagome. 
Mm. That's in the Bono East region. Let me take you to the Ghanaian Times. Big story says ECG Netco owe Gridco some 2.7 billion Ghana cities in debt, and they are threatening. Uh, that is threatening part distribution as government takes steps to avoid disruption. Hmm. Also, the special prosecutor is in the news because we're told that fake documents were used to claim ownership of imported rice. The OSP is telling the courts. Hmm. Also, G has to build school in Atiga Goma. Mm. After eight school children drowned in the Volta Lake, a terrible, terrible, terrible disaster. Mm-hmm. And huge support for Hewton as Black Stars coach. All right, the anchor newspaper says NPP forces sabotaging my work. Regional minister reveals, says our people claim, quote, I've become too powerful, so my wings should be clipped. Oh, end quote. I'm sure we all know who mm-hmm. is speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other stories. Oh, yeah. A hunter traditional council endorses La Bianca owner as acting president. And 2021 school placement rot. Architects, profiteers are still at post as education minister dodges parliament again. And on the DDEP, mm-hmm. my lover is now my enemy. Former Chief Justice bemoans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They say, Nadu dodges, Nadu dodges, Nadu dodges. Let me take you to the Chronicle. Yeah. Meeting with heads of SOEs. Mm-hmm. Akufuado is annoyed. He's saying that their failures are being blamed on him mm-hmm. and his ministers. Forsake them. Okay, careful. Now, Mahama is also talking here. Mm. His predecessor, my wise counsel on the economy was ignored. Mm. And the two force family restrained from taking custody of body. And there's a press statement here, which is published from the Ahanta mm. Traditional Council. Mm-hmm. Okay, Daybreak newspaper says, Ekufrado's S- uh, Sona, February 28. Filling LPG cylinders beyond 85% dangerous. So mm. that's to all of us. Okay. Uncertainty about Ghana's oil production. That's according to Fitch Solutions. Mm-hmm. And pass broadcasting bill now. GJA mm. demands. Okay. Let me take you to the finder. The big story talks about Zipline and says Zipline delivers 14.8 million items comprising life-saving vaccines, blood, and other medical products. Mm-hmm. Also, let's use radio to promote peace and unity, according to the Minister for Information, Kojiopon Nkrumah, whose photograph is here, yesterday was uh, World Radio Day. Mm. And bondholders demand outstanding payments on due bonds. And today we are told they will be picketing. Actually, in front of, is it City today? Newsroom is leading with the story. Outstanding okay. coupon payments, maturing principles will be paid. Mm-hmm. So the government seems to be assuring of that. All right, graphic business, finally for me. BOG throws lifeline to economy. Mm. 10 SOEs ready for listing. That's according to Abna Amwa. Mm-hmm. Staying afloat in turbulent times and the future of works. The future of work, jobs and skills, employment growth is slowing down. Let me take you to uh, two newspapers, the New Crusading Guide and the Economy Times. So the New Crusading Guide says, apply standards in advertising. The information minister is tasking AAG. Also, Krobos endorsed Boache Jaco for president. Also on the front page this morning. And there's something here that says, Trazako homeowners ran to Nungwas too. For regularization of properties also mm-hmm. if you go to the uh, economy times the bog is hopeful 
uh, of economic rebound comes with a photograph of the BOG boss, uh, Addison. <coughs> also, Ghana cocoa export to double as government targets 4.1 billion US dollars mm. in revenue and BOG's 40 billion Ghana CD overdraft to government to undergo haircut moving online as i said outstanding coupon payments maturing principals will be paid this is the finance minister also as you read debt exchange recorded by 80 percent participation in other stories the information minister lord ctfm and cctv for pushing ghana's tourism agenda as he launches this year's heritage month mm. and then um i will take you to my journal online president says president edges underperforming SOEs to sit up <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, stress levels in GES is affecting the health of teachers, according to somebody called William Yita. Uh -huh. And then uh, buying bonds has become my biggest regret. Pensioner narrate ordeal. Oh, and Dr. Preku said, I would have sacked the finance minister or asked him to resign if I were president. The man is pissing in. Yes. <laughs> now, there's a story here that's like a, a continuation of yesterday's Herald front page. It says, okay. DDEP, uh -huh. Gabi versus Sophia, uh -huh. Akufu is a family affair, but we'll all get involved. Samuel George. Now, let me just run through a few. Uh, web so, if you go to South Africa, mm -hmm. News 24, state of disaster declared over flooding okay. as forecasters one of more downpours strain on now South Africa has had doom so like 100 days and they are flooding to top up the doom so so that's from news 24 in South Africa if you go to the BBC their lead stories from Equatorial Guinea mm. Equatorial Guinea confirms Marbeck virus outbreak nine people suspected to have died from the virus 16 unders, 16 others under quarantine now ap apart from the flooding and the issues in south africa with their power russian warship docks in south africa ahead of joint drills <laughs> so they, do, they, are, they are doing yeah, the bricks you know the bricks people too it's a long story <laughs> and then if you go to new zealand they are also being battered by cyclones oh, people don't know where to pass there's also anger and chaos in nigeria as oh. there's people are run short of cash oh just everywhere the world jaga. is in this order. nigeria jaga, jaga. meanwhile u.s officials give details of object shot down this is cnn <laughs> and then suspect in michigan state university shooting that killed three is dead police say so you know almost every week somebody takes a gun in u.s and, and just says he shoots people so <laughs> students are seen fleeing in the video somebody pulls a gun and just shoots people and they don't want to do something about no. gun control no they say it's that it's that it's, it's part of their right constitutional bear right arms. they have so a right to bear killed. arms Charlie. so the last man can dies. you imagine you might want to run there oh let me just talanku for let, let me talanku for actually like that. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just move no, on. Try, but the boys no, I know. Go. Charlie, master, I, I, I met a Ghanaian who lives in one of the U.S. states. Uh -huh. Heritage, uh, not this thing. Uh, situation. Uh -huh. He's, he was born in Ghana. He's lived his whole life, but it's been like twenty years in America. So Charlie, what do you consider the situation? Is it? Ghana is messed up, man. <laughs> they said, but come and think of it. The U.S. is also messed up. <laughs> and then the guy, he watched me and said, everywhere is messed up, man. <laughs> oh, Charlie, okay. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. Brother, let me take you to the president because he is not happy. Yes, so he's angry. Charlie, <laughs> also, we are being told. Yes. 
Now, the Chronicle comes with this story written by Max Olofori. And I want to give him a list of SOEs that he massacred. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Since he's not happy, I'll give him a list. Now, the president, Nanadu has bemoaned mm. the convention of the president and sector ministers having to carry the cross oh. of poor performing board oh. chairpersons oh. and heads of state entities. He appointed them. Mm. Now, according to him, mm-hmm. managers of public entities could no longer be in the shadow Agreed. those at the top Charlie? face the wrath of the aggrieved citizens there's a direct quote here that says board chairs and entity heads have for a long time mm-hmm. been overlooked when blame has been apportioned for the downturn in ghana's economic fortunes mm. with the flack going largely to sector ministers and to mr president mm. you can no longer stay yeah. in the shadows and while we, others receive the backlash for the nation's current problem yes unquote he said we will, we will deal with this matter well, well. <laughs> yes. but, but you know um uh-huh. abna amwa uh-huh. abna amwa is uh, the managing director of uh-huh. the ghana stock exchange 10 of them want to list yeah she's saying that 10 soes have been prepared mm-hmm. and they are ready doing, for listing some are doing well yes yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. She, can you give me their names the but she, she didn't mention oh, the names abna. Too. She didn't mention the name. Give us the so now, ten she, of them. Yes, mm-hmm. she said that mm-hmm. despite controlling about half of the country's assets, mm-hmm. SOEs in Ghana have largely been a drain mm-hmm. on the country's resources rather than being a tool for economic development. Mm-hmm. Now there are one seventy-five SOEs in all, mm-hmm. and they contribute just five percent mm-hmm. to the country's GDP. Mm-hmm. Now the underperformance of these SOEs mm-hmm. uh, has largely been down, to, or is largely down to mismanagement, mm-hmm. which has led to some legacy debt which in turn has made it difficult for them to raise additional capital. we want to know the 10 yeah mm-hmm. we want the president to fire the ones who are not doing well mm-hmm. and we want listeners to tell us they are top three Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, so we'll come back to this issue. Let's come so to make sure yeah. the best person to tell us. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can find out. But let's stay with the economy because a mm-hmm. former president Mahama is saying that his wise counsel on how to fix the economy was rejected, was rejected or ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, this story is by Jennifer Ambole, and she says that the former president John Dramani Mahama has mm-hmm. attacked. President Akufuado and his finance minister, Ken Furiata, for the nation's current economic difficulties. Now, according to the presumptive presidential candidate of the opposition National Democratic Congress, when he picked up signals of the economy r- running into a ditch, he advised the government on what to do, but mm-hmm. it was taken with a pinch of salt. He yeah. claimed in a, a Facebook post last Friday that if the government had responded prior to... Um, to prior pleas mm-hmm. from him and other well-meaning Ghanaians for a national dialogue on the state of the economy, the current issues could have been avoided long Let's ago. go to the DDE. We are told 80% mm-hmm. participation achieved. <clears throat> yes, that's on the front page of the Daily Graphic. And it says the government has secured more than 80% of targeted participation in the ddep that's according to a source familiar with the process Mm -hmm. according to the source the central securities depository was conducting the final reconciliation of the numbers to ensure that there was no double counting the deadline for tendering existing bonds for new ones ended last tuesday february 7. Mm. however some people encountered technical challenges Mm. while accessing the platform to tender for a swap the government therefore provided an administrative window up until last friday to enable such persons to tender Mm -hmm. however the ministry of finance uh, which is spearheading the ddep did not change the date for settlement the actual date on which new sovereign debt instruments with agreed features would be presented to existing 
existing holders on, or in exchange okay. for their old ones. The, the real news is that government has assured that people who refuse to exchange their bonds for new ones under the DEP that their outstanding coupon payments and maturing principles will be settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what that's under the old one. Yes, so if you didn't, uh, so basically, Mr. Senyo Senko were asking for the payments to be made. Now, the yeah. government in the statement says, we'd like to assure all individual bondholders who elected not to participate that your coupon payments and maturing principles, like all government bonds, will be honored in line with government's fiscal commitments. Government said in a statement issued by the Ministry of Finance on Tuesday. So that's today. It's a contractual obligation. Yes. So the government's DDP officially closed on Friday, the 10th of February. So this is good news because, in fact, one other story there was that the D, um, individual bondholders were asking the government to honor mm-hmm. outstanding payments on due bonds. And the minister, through the statement yesterday, said they would do so. In the meantime, the DOG is saying that they are hopeful of economic rebound. Elam Deseu, writing for his paper, Economic Times, says that uh, the Bank of Ghana is very optimistic that the economy will soon recover as the government has spelled out measures that will put the fiscal um, situation on the path of uh, consolidation. Now, according to the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ennis Addison, the government's revenue enhanced measures um, such as... uh, the VAT should be revenue enhancement measures, uh, mm-hmm. so, such as the VAT increase um, of uh, the 2.5% uh, um, that we saw in Parliament, the complete removal of benchmark re- values on imports and the re- review of e-levy should help improve the mm. revenue outlook. And also we are told that government is targeting some 4.1 billion US dollars in revenue uh, from Cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, what we do not know is how exactly they intend to do this Guys, with the decimation we're seeing. There is, a, there is a concerning story about education on the front page of citynewsroom.com. We are committed to releasing SHS placements before February 20. Mm-hmm. Today is February 14. Yeah. Right? Now... Oh, today is chocolate day. Yeah, so mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. is six days to school reopening. Okay. And people don't know where they are going. The GES has assured that it is committed to releasing the placement of the 2022 GHS graduates into SHS before reopening the sky. Think about it. You have less than a week Mm -hmm. to go to school. You don't even know where school you are going. The new academic calendar for SHS 1 students indicates that freshers are expected in school on February 20, which is just seven days, actually six days away from today. Parents have raised concern about their awards not giving placement with just a week to reopening date. Now, the computerized school selection and placement system, which was introduced by the GES, seeks to place qualified BEC graduates in second cycle institutions. Now, reacting to concerns raised, the PRO for GES, Kasanachu, and for our stakeholders, particularly parents, to remain calm mm-hmm. as plans are underway to release their school placement soon. The, yeah, the usual language. Here's a quote. We are preparing so hard uh-huh. to ensure the release of the placement. I see. And just this weekend, we had the training for our call center agents okay. so that they can attend to issues having to do with parents with challenges. We continue to caution parents and guardians not to pay any money to anyone to have their children placed in any school. Now, she also admonished parents and guardians alike not to pay money. Now, my concern is it's just six days. So if you don't know, you see, that the reason why this is critical is that yeah. if, for example, your ward doesn't get your first school and then you have to get a second school, something you have to go and look at the school. Do you like the school? Mm -hmm. Third choice. Do you want to go to a private school? That whole thing will need more than a week. It's a huge hassle. So, I I don't know why the thing has delayed this year and what is going on. They have been busy blaming each other for the bribes that were allegedly taken to play students in one school or the other under the program. That's what they've been doing for the past three weeks or four weeks. You see, that's, that's... those are specific people, but the whole system. Yeah, but I mean, like, the, the whole placement for hundreds of thousands of students has not been done. Yeah, because we are told the allegations 
covered mm-hmm. maybe less than five people. No, but so why should that hold the whole system to We're told that the people involved are people who control very critical areas of the system. So are you suggesting that the, the, in trying to stave <coughs> off the accusations, they are not letting the system work mm-hmm. well it would not be uh, 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 an unreasonable deduction to make six days old yes it's, it's, it's unfortunate so if you're a parent what do you do you don't know you are in the dark you are, you are, you are, you are really and, and, and that is with many other things in the educational sector syllabus we are told some are not even in we, 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 we need issues to spend some time on this as well anyway anyway if you go to page three of the anchor uh henry Corti mm-hmm. is here yes okay yes. now he's the what greater he Crown regional minister mm-hmm. and for the first time he has given reasons for his recent silence mm. in the news saying that there are people in the mpp who are sabotaging and thwarting his work oh. because he's becoming too powerful according mm. to them mm. now though he failed to mention names he said mm. the saboteur saw him as uh, as becoming a powerful regional minister because of the forceful manner uh, he, in which he was carrying out his official duties mm-hmm. and they wanted his wings clipped oh. Oh. Uh, he was speaking on Kokoko uh, on uh, peace fm oh. yesterday oh. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah this was when he revealed everything now he said quote he wa- when pushed by the host kwami sefakani to mention the names of the alleged saboteurs the minister said in three they know themselves the issues are many. Somewhere last year, if you were driving from Circle, within five to ten minutes, you would be at UTC. It was so beautiful. <clears throat> Sorry, but some people went bad mouthing me to the traders to go back and sell on the streets. And so saboteurs. Mm-hmm. 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 God will punish them. Mm. Now let me take you to page twelve of the Ghanaian Times because there's a yeah. story there that is disturbing. ECG Netco or Gridco some two point seven billion. Gridco says you don't pay. Charlie, the thing will collapse. Charlie, the thing will spoil. Mm. And the story is by Clefe Ekufu, and mm. it says that the uh, chief executive officer of the Ghana Grid Company, Mr. Ebenezer <coughs> Kofi Ezieni, mm-hmm. says two major power distribution companies in Ghana, the Electricity Company of Ghana and the Northern Electricity Distribution Company, Netco, owed his um, outfit some $2.7 billion in Ghana cities. Now, situation, he said, was impeding operations of the company, especially in the areas of infrastructure development and efficacy of Gridco's operations. Challenge. Now, he disclosed this in Accra on Monday when answering questions from journalists on its operations over the past. Uh, Meanwhile, the GJ is calling for the immediate passage of the broadcasting bill to sanitize the airwaves. GJ underscored the importance and role radio plays in peace and conflict resolution mm. and asked that regulations, specifically the broadcasting, will be urgently passed to prevent using radio as a tool for fomenting trouble. Yesterday was World Radio Day mm-hmm. and GJ called on broadcasters to be deliberate in their broadcast to promote peace rather than violence. Okay. Bernard, now talking about um, how we can do things Ghana, Ghana, mm-hmm. there's a story on page 14 of the Ghanaian Times that I want to br- bring to your attention because we're told that farmers are lauding CRI for their new rice variety. We want to produce rice locally to feed mm. the Ghanaian market. Mm. And the story by Kingsley E. Hope from Kumasi says that rice farmers in Nkawia, Nkawia. Uh-huh, Nkawia mm. and its environs have loaded the uh, Crop Research Institute mm. um, Empire Rice, mm-hmm. a new variety for its tolerance to the dangerous rice yellow mottle virus. Mm. Now, the virus infects the rice plants through wounds and rice feeding vectors thus affecting rice production in rice growing co- speaking of local things the we are 20, told that this is a great 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 variety. the 2023 edition of the heritage month marked in the month of march championed by ctfmct tv mm-hmm. was officially launched yesterday mm-hmm. the month-long celebration was launched at the four quarters of cctv at Tesla in accra mm-hmm. several dignitaries attended including information minister kojo upon chroma 
CEO of National Film Authority, Juliet Asante, CEO of the Ghana Tourism Authority, Akwesia Jiman, mm-hmm. rest from the EU who are sponsors of the Heritage Month and other people. Information Minister Kojo Ponkuma lauded CTFM for promoting domestic tourism. He mm-hmm. says, quote, I want to commend you for doing this. It's exciting to see as we collectively strive to push tourism potential of the country. You are already pushing the domestic tourism agenda and not higher with the Heritage Month. My expectation is that a lot of our colleagues who watch and listen will take their loved ones to visit Ghana as you tour Ghana. I want to congratulate City and celebrate you as well. In the meantime, we are told that the Vice President has cut the sword for construction of Liberty Assemblies of God Hospital. All right. Uh, Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumi, according to the finder, um, on Sunday cut the sword for the construction of a hospital by the Liberty Assemblies of God Church mm. at Akwetiman in Accra. Now, the 50-bed community hospital is in commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the... I also want to just give you a quick one. Mm. Andrew Aka has been sworn in as the new president of the AAG. Okay. Takes over from Joel Nette. Congratulations. Congratulate him mm-hmm. on his new mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. A few quick global stories for you. As I said, South Africa has a state of emergency declared over flooding as forecasters warn of more downpours and strain on rescuers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very troubling indeed. There are also cyclones in New Zealand mm-hmm. battering the island and causing many people to flee oh, and move by boats. Mm. And Fear then the latest shooting in the U.S., mm-hmm. somebody entered the University of or Michigan State University and basically just unleashed hell, you know, killing three people oh, so Charlie, far. Charlie, 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 yeah, Charlie, Charlie, it's Charlie. the latest in a series of crazy shootings. Yeah, but South Africa, I mean, that's, that's disturbing. Seven out of the nine provinces. Charlie devastated. And while they're at it, the Russian warships have also docked there because they and the South African Navy are doing some joint mm-hmm. operation. A Russian military freight docked in Cape Town Harbor on Monday ahead of a joint naval drill with South Africa and China. And the same day, the floods happened. Yes, Russia's consulate in Cape uh, Town Charlie. tweeted a photo of the battleship, uh-huh. the Admiral Goshkov. Uh-huh. The drill will run for 10 days uh-huh. from 17 to 27 February. And they and the Chinese and Russians are working together. Mm. This this thing is the coincidences are some way. There has been some criticism that the exercise is not appropriate given that it coincides with the first anniversary of the Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But the defense mm-hmm. ministry in South Africa has defended the plan drill, saying that South Africa has in the past hosted similar exercises with France, the US and countries from NATO. Yeah, because so recently Turkey was mm-hmm. doing something, EU something. Nigeria to the, 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 the Nigeria, <laughs> Nigeria to the cash is, the cash is finished. <laughs> <laughs> the Nigeria Jaga Jaga. Yeah, the Sikap, the money finished. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yes. I beg you. A plan to replace Nigeria's banknotes has led to anger and chaos. Yeah. People in Nigeria have taken to sleeping outside banks. Oh. They want to be among the first in line to get notes from the new Naira. No, Bernard, I think we have to do some Nigeria this morning because uh, the situation there. Have you previously. Finished, have you finished quenching your fire? No, Charlie, but you. Add Nigeria to our problems. We will not survive it too. So they said the design. This is, is the Barikans. City Breakfast Show. <laughs> <laughs> this is the city's <laughs> biggest conversation. <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show. <laughs> the city's biggest conversation. City Business News next brought to you by MTN. The MTN Ghana Save a Life campaign is back after a two year break due to COVID. 
this valentine's day give somebody life by donating blood to save a life get ready let's donate blood to save a life join the mtm family today 14th february at the various bleeding locations in all 16 regions to donate blood in Accra, visit the mtm head office we are on the independence avenue from 8 a.m to 5 p.m check our social media handles for the list of locations in other regions let's come together to donate blood to save lives news also brought to us by go your omc of choice we now accept momo for all your fuel purchases just remember to momo it at go you can also use your bank card or other bank cards to uh to buy fuel at goel visit any of our social media platform for more information goel good energy Natalie Netiaja, who is here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, government secures over 80% target in the domestic debt exchange program and individual bondholders hopeful that government will make payments on coupons that matured since the 6th of February. our stories now and government has announced that the domestic debt exchange program has officially closed with over 80 percent participation this was announced in a statement issued by the finance ministry today government in a statement reiterated its stance that participation in the program was voluntary as individual bondholders are free not to participate it also assured bondholders who do not sign up for the program that it will be honored its that it will honor its financial obligations to them. The debt restructuring program targeted, tagged as the domestic debt exchange program, forms part of requirements of government's efforts to secure a $3 billion bailout package from the IMF. Meanwhile, the Individual Bondholders Forum is hopeful that governments will make payments on coupons and principal of bonds that matured since the February, 6th of February this year. This, according to the group, is pre- is predicted on the government's assurance that it will honor all coupon and principal payments owed to people who own bonds that haven't been tendered into the domestic debt exchange program. Convener of the Forum Senior Husi, who spoke to City Business News, stated that as the debt exchange program has come to an end, government now has a chance to rebuild investor and public confidence by making the payments by Friday, February 17th. The DD is now over. Tomorrow is the 14th. With it being the 14th, we expect government to make good on its obligations. The finance minister was categorical that he owes us a legal obligation. But beyond that, government has a policy stand that is going to honor all obligations of individual bondholders who do not participate in the DDA program. So that is the next phase of our advocacy. We trust the government to make good on its obligation. From tomorrow, after the settlement, it will know the number of people who did not tender in the bonds that matured on the 6th of February and those that coupons that were also matured uh, as of today. Today, there were some coupons that matured. We just need our money. And I don't think it's a problem. I know they are aware. So this letter went in just to provide a reminder because we know that government is under a lot of pressure. So we're just reminding them to prepare their payment. Ideally, this payment should be done on the but we can also understand that there may be operational issues. We have recommended a certain new up to the 17th, and we are hopeful that government would take advantage of this opportunity to re-inject confidence in government and in the financial system. Senior Hosi is the convener of the Individual Bondholders Forum. 
As we celebrate Chocolate Day today, Cocoa Board is urging the public to actively purchase the product in a bid to revamp the economy. The day has been set aside as part of efforts towards boosting the consumption of cocoa and its products locally. Speaking to City Business News Head of Public Affairs of Cocoa Board, Fifi Boafo, also urged the public to use the day as it coincides with Valentine's Day as an opportunity to show love by giving our chocolate and its products. The only action of every Ghanaian as we celebrate the chocolate week and the climax which is on the court is that if you are giving out a gift and that gift package you are sending out does not include a chocolate or a chocolate product, that gift is incomplete. And you only make the gift complete only when you add a chocolate product. Do not use price increase as a justification because the other products you buy from the market equally have seen some price increase. So... By saying that, oh, I'm not buying chocolate because it has seen a price increase and it's not justification. And do bear in mind that when you buy the Made in Ghana chocolate, one, you are creating jobs, two, you are developing the economy, and three, Ghana boasts of the best cocoa. So chocolate products made in Ghana is made out of the best in the world. So you are, you are guaranteed the very best. So go out there, buy it. Enjoy it and share it with friends. And it's a season where we are spreading love. And there's no better way of spreading love than giving out aid in Ghana chocolate. Fifi Boafo is the head of public affairs of the Ghana Cocoa Board. The Ghana Grid Company Limited, Gridco, has issued concerns that it is losing significant amount of money due to the activities of illegal miners. According to the CEO of Gridco, Ebenezer Isini, it has become rampant for illegal miners to dig for gold under the tar lines. He lamented that this destroys the lines and replaces the destroyed towers cost the company thousands of cities. He also stated that the Galamsi operators also steal most of their steel used for printing in their works. Galamsi, I don't know whether the gold has started to normally form around the base of our towers. It's becoming a problem for us where Galamsians consciously dig under our lines. There are challenges where we needed to go and relocate the tower at an additional cost. The one that is there was working so well, but the line guys who come and tell us that the oh, tower is collapsing because you know, or some of the steel members have been removed by the Galamsiers. Because I understand they use it to do whatever in their tunnels. Uh, I've never been to any of the tunnels, so I don't know how they do it, but that's what I understand. These are things that we need to let our brothers and sisters appreciate that this infrastructure are there for our collective good, and we need to protect them. Occasionally, as a power system, we normally have some challenges. Normally, when you, you see the lines, you don't see the fire on them. But they are extremely dangerous. Extremely. They are quiet, but they are extremely dangerous. And therefore, when we make the case that, look, uh, we need to stay off the right of way because of challenges. Ebenezer Senior is the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Great Company Limited, Great Co. Award-winning real estate market leader Indigo Homes has reiterated its commitment to develop quality home solutions that serve the needs of Ghanaians. 
This, according to the company, is part of efforts to help curb the housing deficit in the country. Addressing the media during a site tour at the residential development in Oyarifa Park and Aimensa Park, founder and CEO of Black Ivy, the parent company of Indigo Homes, Cheryl Mills, said her company is committed to building communities in the country that are secure, vibrant and a joy to live in. Ghana was indeed uh, our first country of choice. We actually went and traveled and visited nine different countries and ultimately determined the first place we wanted to orient ourselves was here in Ghana for a whole host of reasons. Uh, and not just because the people are fabulous, but I will acknowledge that had a little bit to do with it. People were incredibly welcoming and friendly. There was a deep connection from my perspective with both African Americans and uh, the US. And that mattered to me. It mattered to me to be in a place where I felt like the opportunity to bring um, the best of a collaboration uh, could be found, and that was here in Ghana. Uh, we have since uh, grown, and we are also now in Tanzania and Kenya. Um, but here we've been building homes, because one of the things we learned when we came is that there was a gap in the, in the number of homes that were being provided. And obviously, a lot of that gap is at a market that we are not yet at, but we are looking to be able to serve as well. So our ultimate goal was first to be able to establish that we were a brand that people could trust. And building trust was hard. Uh, it really meant for those first year years, we needed to build our development and have impeccable quality. And also some of the things that we wanted to see that were different. How do we build community? When we first started, we said we weren't going to have gates, and everybody was like shocked. No gates, are you kidding? That was the founder and CEO of Black Ivy Parents Company of Indigo Homes, Cheryl Mills. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 cities 80 pesos. The British pound also remained unchanged and is selling at 13 cities 1 pesos. The euro also remained unchanged and is selling at 11 cities 5 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling for 12 cities 35 pesos, while the British pound is selling for 15 cities 10 pesos and the euro for 13 cities 20 pesos. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank for updates on the bonds market. Last week, the Ghanaian Treasury exceeded its auction target by 590.49 million Ghana cities as it accepted 3.35 billion Ghana cities out of Bitward, 3.38 billion Ghana cities. At the close of the auction, the 91-day yield declined to 35.73%, while the 364-day yield slipped to 35.62%. Conversely, the 182-day yield advanced to 35.84%. On the other hand, trading activity on the Ghanaian secondary bond market amounted to a total turnover of 1.33 billion Ghana cities. The Data Bank bond index climbed 0.83% week-on-week to each 1.51 points, accounting for a year-to-date return of 0.3%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Girl, Enterprise Life, Your Advantage, and powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Netilinete Ajaho. Have a good morning. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
30 minutes past 7 city breakfast show i'm getting some um very uh interesting votes for state agencies that are that are doing well some 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 votes about the ones that are not doing well as well don't forget the president was speaking recently and says board chairmen and ceos of soes must also step up and essentially sit up because they deliver and i I tend to agree that um soes are really more important than things so for example take an agency like the nhi national health insurance authority or the ni these are very important state agencies and whatever they do will determine the success or failure of major government policy so i think we should highlight them more and also talk about the ones that do well so they can do better and the ones that don't do well we should call them out for the incompetent uh, ceos that they are but of course this is very subjective right there are rankings that are put in place by the SIGA. we'll probably find out what their own rankings say about financial performance but what's been your own customer service interaction with these soes well yesterday we can say three of them were highlighted during our uh, make it ghana campaign under the heritage month so you can see the national film authority the ghana tourism authority the ghana investment promotion center these uh, agencies in my view are quite dynamic in what they are trying to do they are very vibrant ceos and they are working right i think the gepa is also working very hard and a few more we could mention but there are some too who are not doing well at all and a lot of times we focus on ministers mps and high-level appointees whereas the agencies are the ones supposed to deliver the development so we'll, we'll look at that on the show today also schools are supposed to reopen on or our form ones are supposed to go to school on the 20th of february today is the 14th the school placement has still not been done Ha, no. This is interesting, you know, and Charlie. I say this because my batch of students were the first batch of students to actually use the placement system. Are you serious? Yes, yeah, like we're the first batch. Oh. So there was a lot of uncertainty. What, what year is this? This was 2005. You, were the, you were the guinea pigs? Yeah, 205. So wow. it, there was a lot of uncertainty. I remember people talking about how you shouldn't pick two big schools as your first yeah. and second choice. But I, I, I think even for So that, how did you find out you are getting Kwabuchi, by the way? Um, how did I even find out? I think I had a relative go and check yeah. at the school, so they paste your your name. Because at the time, were they doing text messages? Were you, were no, they were not doing that. So they go and paste the names on. Yeah, the, they pasted the names on the, in the on the school administration notice board. You go and check, and then you find out about your prospectus and stuff like that. Did they give you the course you wanted? Yes, they did. They did. They, they gave me the course I wanted. I mean, I I think my BC was pretty good, so I pretty mm. much sailed through. But for, for a lot of people, there was a lot of skepticism about not getting your first choice, and and that's what you were you were you were talking about. I was listening mm-hmm. when I was coming here. Look. Mm-hmm. You need time to be able yeah. to sift through these I mean, things. If first choice doesn't work, second choice, third choice, yeah. if you used to pass on private school, yeah. you know, you need time to sort and out. And then there's something else on the schools yeah. I want to add before you go. So here somebody says, Bernard, there's a big issue in our SHSs. Ghana Water Company has since 2022 been threatening our schools with disconnection due to huge unpaid bills. Ah. Then he says, there are some schools that don't even have money to buy credit because now most of them use prepaid meters. And sometimes headmasters have to buy 
from their hmm. own pocket so the students can study for a few hours oh the, the truth is that if we are being honest high schools in ghana are working a lot of miracles to actually stay afloat yes. i mean what what we don't report right mm-hmm. if you want to gather what we don't report Charlie. it's it's probably even more than what we report and these days i realize there's yeah. a food shortage every three months yes and i'm told that some of the secondary schools owe as much as 2.5 million cities in electricity bills and so they are all being forced to use prepaid meters. Now, if a secondary school owes two million CDs, imagine what that means for Greco and Ghana, Ghana ECG. Yeah, yeah, but we'll be chasing because we have over five hundred secondary schools. We'll be in chasing Ghana. Mr. Kwame Atta from the corner for his three thousand CDs that he hasn't paid. Anyway, Kickoff is brought to us by Shell Fuel Super Save, Shell Fuel Save Diesel, and Shell V Power Fuel designed to last longer. Shell's triple action formula improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean, extra protection, and extra savings. So switch to Shell Fuel Safe today because extra kilometers go a long way. And if you're a private school targeting to buy a school bus sometime this year, why wait when we can do it now with Le Shell? Come along, apply for a competitive school bus loan with convenient payment terms. Call Michael on 057-411-7851 and let's do it together. Le Shell, let's improve life. Yes. Benjamin will take it up. Let's get into the headlines and sports minister Mustafa Yusuf displeased with progress of work on youth resource centers. The Champions League returns tonight with a big clash in the round of 16 between PSG and Bayern Munich. And in the EPL Cody Gakpo, he scored his first Liverpool goal as the Reds beat rivals Everton in the Merseyside derby. Sports Minister Mustafa Youssef has expressed disappointment at the progress of work at the Koforidia Youth Resource Centre and the facility, which was to be completed and handed over you sometime last year, has still not met the required timeline. Uh, we've seen the work the contractors are on site working. They've assured me I'm not impressed about the work, the progress of work, but they've given me assurance that by April ending, they'll be handing over the facilities for me. Uh, there's no any certificate outstanding for our uh, site meeting, so they've given me a strong assurance that they are going to work to ensure that the place is handed over for use in April. So what I can assure you and the entire country is that government is committed in making sure that all the 10 youth resource centers are completed. Six of them second phase is ongoing. The next four, the, uh, the, the rest of the four second phase will start soonest and we will make sure that they are all completed. You had Sports Minister Mustafa Youssef speaking there to some other news and Ghana winger Kamal Din Suleimana has described playing at the World Cup as one of the best experiences of his life. The 20-year-old featured in Ghana's 3-2 win over South Korea in Group H before also coming off the bench in the fixture against Uruguay. Now, Suleimana, who has now joined English Premier League side Southampton, says he wants to use the lessons learned in Qatar with the Black Stars to improve himself. It was uh, one of the best experiences I've ever had. You know, uh, you know, I played uh, my first tournament with Ghana was the Afcon, and it's so uh, it's so different from the, the World Cup. The World Cup is it's a whole uh, different game, and yeah, it was a good experience for me, and yeah, a lot to learn from. 
Yes, yeah, it's a great honor. It's a great honor. You know, we, we are about uh, 30 million people in the country, and then yeah, you've been chosen. Yeah, it's, it's a great honor. And uh, once you're on the pitch, uh, there's no holding back. You just have to give you all because, you know, uh, there are so many people looking up to you, so many people depending on you. So there's a bit of pressure there, but, you know, um, without pressure, uh, uh, we, do, we don't do our best. Without pressure, we are, we are not getting out, out of our comfort zone. So, yeah, it, it's a great honor to play for the national team, and I'm looking forward to playing more with them. You had Southampton winger Kamal Dean Suleimana speaking there. Let's get to the Merseyside derby that took place yesterday. And Cody Gakpo, he scored his first goal for Liverpool as the Reds produced a commanding display in the derby to beat rivals Everton by two goals to nil at Anfield to end a four-game winless run in the league. Mohamed Salah broke the deadlock for Liverpool just 16 seconds after Everton's James Tarkovsky headed against the post from a corner as Liverpool opened up the visitors with a counter-attack before Gakpo doubled their advantage from close range to put the game out of sight for the Toffees. Now, Salah outlined the sequence that led to his goal and how big the derby win was for Liverpool. Well, well I know that Darwin's like it's uh, really fast. So, like they had a corner, and we we managed to play one two with him. And I, I knew that he's gonna play the ball in the space. So I was running as much as I could because he's so fast. <laughs> so we managed to, to, to win the game, and uh, that's the most important thing. It's big. It's huge for us. Uh, I think we had like a perfect week to be fair to train, and the players were so excited, and we couldn't wait for the game to turn everything around. And uh, hopefully, that's a start. Let's move on to some other stuff and Tottenham are facing an injury crisis ahead of a crucial run of fixtures with Rodrigo Bentaku set to undergo ACL surgery that will keep him out all for the rest of the season. Now Bentaku opened the scoring for Spurs but was forced off after 65 minutes during what turned out to be a miserable day for the North London side who lost by four goals to one at the King Power Stadium. It has now been confirmed that the midfielder will undergo surgery on his knee injury which will uh, have him sidelined for the remainder of the campaign. Now his Bentaku's injury comes at a bad time for Spurs who are already without the injured Yves Bissouma and suspended Pierre-Emerick Hoiberg for today's Champions League last 16 tie against AC Milan. And talking about the Champions League, let's get fully into it. And the round of 16 first leg ties begin today. Paris Saint-Germain will be at home when they take on Bayern Munich. AC Milan will also be up against the injury-riddled Tottenham Hotspur. Let's hear from Tottenham Hotspur manager Antonio Conte who says he's expecting a tough game on his return to the San Siro. We are going to face a team that won the Italian Championship last year. And we perfectly know how difficult it is to win this championship. Last year, AC Milan did something that is extraordinary. All players, all footballers were good, and the coach as well. They were fantastic. They managed, they managed to create the right empathy and the right feeling to reach the target. No doubt it will be difficult. It will be a hard game, and it will be a game between two teams that will try to to win both of them 
it's a big night in the uefa champions league returning with the round of 16 fixtures let's finish off with some news uh, on some investment and investors linked to the qatari royal family are likely to make a bid for manchester united before the end of this week now a definite decision has not yet been made but a bid is likely now interested parties are to submit their bids by the deadline of this friday now the bids will be one paragraph with the amount and proof of funds now the qatari bid has nothing to do with psg's owners qatar sports investment or psg president and q SI chairman Nasser Al-Khalifi. Now, United owners, the Glazer family, are believed to be uh, looking for a sale price of at least five billion pounds. So, Manchester United, a lot will be uh, known about their future in the coming days. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesheo. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is the the, the City Breakfast Show. Seven thirty-four, ninety-seven point three, CDFM. 
lots and lots of messages coming in on this special day starting with a few quick birthdays I bet it to my fantastic colleague I'm blessed to have such an amazing senior friend your, de- your determination your persistence and patience are inspiring I pray for you to reach all your dreams this is to Godwin Yofi Agbo Security Manager Deloitte from Veronica Aqua who celebrates her 80th birthday today the 14th of February from her husband ex-staff Sergeant Leonard Aqua her children Kingsley Davis Terry Sandra and Leonard Jr and her siblings Vincent Aqua Wilson and Mary Benedicta Buaco with all her grandchildren wishing her a happy glorious birthday Happy birthday to Kweku Zurek of the Graphic Communications Group May you live uh, to realize all your dreams and to the moderator of the global evangelical church reverend prosper jomeku and seiram duku happy birthday from jose and i have one here happy birthday to the ever graceful phenomenal resilient and gorgeous Kimberly Odum. She's mm. the president of the Wesley Girls High School 2001 year group. Over the weekend, mm-hmm. they were the ones who took over social. Yes. They were in Cape Coast uh, and, you know, to you know, enjoy themselves. I think 25, 25 years since they yeah, left school. Yes, 25 years since they left. Mm-hmm. I think. Is it 25? 25 yes. years. Well. Oh, 20, so, no. 2001 uh, 2021 years so it's coming from the entire 2001 year group of I think they finished in 2003 yeah they finished in 2000 so that would mean that they had they've done 20 years 20 years Oh, is it is, this one is from the 2001 year group. Yeah, help us. Yeah, so we, we didn't, we, I don't know much. <laughs> so, yeah, so Kimberly Odum, president of that year group, the message is coming from the entire group. They love her very, very much, mm-hmm. and they say she's dearly loved, cherished, and adored. I have a few more. Bernard, please wish our head of creatives, Reinhard Valentino, Kwabena mm-hmm. a happy birthday from all of us at Primus Advertising. We wish him uh, many happy returns of today. May God continue to bless him with good health and a sound mind in Jesus' name. He's a big man. And uh, I got this one from a friend. He said, Ben, I'm pleased with the CEO of Ecobank, Daniel Kwekumasaki. A happy, blessed birthday. We wish him all the best in the next stage of his life. Coming in from Basanyo and other members of staff. And this is the longest one I got uh, to Emmanuel Seram Kojoduku from Belinda Senaduku. When your mom, t- hey, Charlie, see where the message from. When your mom told me about how you miraculously escaped death as a baby due to a post-birth complication, I knew you had a special grace on your life. Here we are, 40 years on, and you have turned out to be the best man any parent, wife, and child could ever wish for. Your life is an open book mm. because your greatest wish is to inspire others with your story. Sure. It, but it's been one of perseverance endurance grit and optimism indeed mm. spending almost 20 years of my life with you has brought me joy unspeakable it, it means the guys that do or start to implant at 20 because it's 40 <laughs> <laughs> today as you look ahead to the glorious future that lies ahead of you i want you to en- i want to encourage you to keep your trust and faith in the lord mm. And our Lord and Master Jesus Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Do not look unto man, but God alone. I, I wish for every good thing that the world has to offer. This is just the beginning, Seram. Cheers to 40. I love you, baby. From Senna to Seram. <laughs> I see. 
from Belinda Senna Duku. Thank you. Drop some Aquabua love song to mix the Dinamintang. Yeah, those things to mix yeah. the two. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah, a bit of clarity. So the 2001 year group of West Beagles, they finished 2001, obviously. That's 22 years ago. So why were they doing the things they were doing? I don't know. I thought it was 25 or 20. I don't know. But anyway, they, they were in Cape Coast over the weekend. They and they dominated social. So they want to wish their president came So wait, wait, are you sure? If you do, it's 20 years. If 20 years, you host the speech day, right? Yeah, I think so. 20 so the 2001 year group. So they must have done their Or is it COVID? That's uh, maybe it could I be. I don't know. Because, Tagay, like, hey, please be. help me. Because if you finish in 2001, it's going to COVID. Yeah, I'm sure COVID messed up everything. So they are back. So they are girlfriends' mates. In 2001. Girlfriend, yeah. when did you finish prep? 2001. Probably. It's very likely. Mm. But, you know, the message and basically then, said that they did, um, what do you call it, um, a speech and prize giving day over the weekend. Yes, uh-huh. that is true. They've done that. But you see, the tradition is that some schools is 20 years after. So your year group will host the speech, they say, 20 years when you, 20 years after you leave. Okay. Some 25. Uh-huh. But for more Bernard, they say it could just be that maybe mm-hmm. when it got to their time, mm-hmm. COVID. Yes. Yeah. So I'm getting info that COVID caused the lag. So a yeah. two year lag. I want to also mm-hmm. comment the and we have better out i want to commend the old boys and old girls because guy ask any head teacher mm-hmm. ask any head teacher today the role of old boys and girls and they will tell you that without those people they couldn't run the schools yeah because even though their roles are not necessarily fully formalized mm-hmm. some of them are formal some are not I, I think I think old boys, you know, Ghana. We have something. We, we have some things that we don't value until we lose it. In the U.S., they are not very strong with their secondary school old boys. Mm-hmm. U.S. is just university. university, but in Ghana, it's secondary school. And when I look at what old boys and girls have done in this country, in terms of infrastructure, infrastructure development, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mentorship programs, supporting mm-hmm. the head teacher buying buses taking people for attachments. scholarships yeah. attachments i mean it is one of the gifts we have as a country that for me we have we have not valued mm-hmm. you know and i'm using the gay thing the gay pride thing to to say that Charlie, old boys and girls you do all old boys and girls you do all and i'm saying that because you know as we speak mm-hmm. it's six days to four months going to school yeah and the four months don't even know if they'll go to which school because of the school placement thing and I'll, and I'll come to that as well and then i'm also looking at the calendar and i'll let you take me to the calendar shortly and i think we should all be concerned about the the limited time that students are having these days to be in school mm-hmm. you know because um a, a colleague of mine sent their niece to school around the second week of january and they are saying that they are coming home this weekend. And I said, ah, how can you go to school second week of January and come home this weekend? I said, yeah, that's what they are coming. Mm-hmm. 
you know and there's we, we need to talk about that we need to talk about what to do to salvage our secondary schools to make them work better mm -hmm. right so I'll, I'll deal with all of those things but i just want to read a few more a few more requests okay so this on one is valentine's coming, day uh okay yeah today is um chocolate day we call it chocolate day um because we want to share chocolate mm -hmm. and not <laughs> the the conicorous things people do in the name of celebrating saint valentine you know you know, HIV is Master, just read the messages just and stop making a political <laughs> statement. Just read the happy birthday. What is all this? Ah, tell them we want to restrain people, okay, from doing conicorous things. That's basically the point. So, read the read that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good morning, better than team. Good morning, a happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful wife, Mrs. Eunice Pobi, my sweetheart. Remember that the love is deep. Okay. It's coming in from Joseph K.A. Pobi. Mm -hmm. This one says, uh, Happy birthday to Valentina uh, Val Valentina of um, FBN Bank, mm. uh, Ghana Information Security Department from Millicent and all the members of the IT team. Mm -hmm. This one is saying that today is my mom's birthday. She's Ya Pokia. Mm -hmm. She's back from the Netherlands for the holiday seasons. Mm. Uh, can you wish her on your reputable platform mm. a happy birthday mm. for me? It's coming in from uh, your son, uh, Gottfried the Messiah. Thank you. A few more coming in. Good morning, Bernard. Happy Valentine's Day to Gloria Sweetness. Jifa Avejida. This is coming from, from uh, Selom. Uh, yes, indeed.
746 City Breakfast shows Valentine's Day. Lots of messages coming through. Mm-hmm. Another one, blessed birthday to Anita Chawite of Airport Women's Hospital. May the lines fall for you in pleasant places. This is from Georgina Boating. All right, let's say a happy birthday to Valentina Lawe of the platinum banking section of the headquarters of zenith bank here in accra you are ever loving elegant calm Mm -hmm. and you are an amazing human being um you have served in many 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 positive ways Mm -hmm. and uh, together with michael asamobeng we are celebrating you this morning and the rest of the team all right this one is a valentine's day uh, valentine's day message it says please wish kweku bentum mm-hmm. of vodafone a happy valentine's day please tell him at the film pass and he should enjoy his day that's coming from the the sender is dr baby i'm sure yes, kweku bentum who knows dr, dr. baby coded messages yeah. <laughs> Do, dr baby i beg you if you want to send kweku something send him um, a caveman watch uh-huh. it's a timeless gift uh-huh. and it's a global standard luxury wristwatch mm-hmm. made right here in ghana mm-hmm. for that special somebody with their name customized in it mm-hmm. you can visit at caveman watches on all platforms and until february 15 mm-hmm. caveman is giving an amazing 50 percent discount on the cost of customizing a name inside any of their exquisite luxury watches or you can go to their showroom and factory on their drink and a road adjacent the new astro turf to place an order or even go through the process of making your own bespoke luxury watch right here in ghana mention the code fb23 to redeem your discount you can call 0557516744 or visit cavemanwatches.com caveman watches be remembered Meanwhile, the season of love is here once again in Platinum Dental, your most reliable orthodontic (laughs) and advanced dental facility is offering you and your partner a special Valentine treat of a thorough dental checkup and professional teeth cleaning at 45% discount. Pay 1,000 CDs and save 800 CDs. Call Platinum Dental on 0508-923-041 or 0302-998-750 to book your appointment. Remember to come together as a couple. We're opening specially on Sunday so you can relax and enjoy the service while improving your health as a couple. Platinum Dental is located at Airport Hills next to Lister Hospital. Platinum, creating lasting smiles. This one says the football never stops with Show Max Pro. Watch the best live games from the Premier League, Europa League, La Liga, Syria, and more live from Supersport on Show Max Pro. Plus, you can stream movies, series, and kit shows on any device. Sign up to watch the world's best football and the greatest local and international entertainment all from $59.99 a month on Show Max Pro. Subscribe at showmax.com. Now imagine the things you can do with an extra 50 CDs you can now chop at your favorite restaurant or not. Zipay mm-hmm. is giving 50 CD cash bonus to all first-time MoneyGram to wallet receivers. Ask any of their 4,000 agents nationwide. Dial star 270 hash to register now. Chop, make a chop, be empowered. Yeah, really. Today, why? Plenty of people, like, they born them today like that. Okay? Yeah, you know, because it looks like, Charlie, the thing is just, it keeps pouring in. Yeah. Before we get into that Uh quickly, since we are talking education and going back to school, Prospectus Ghana, Mm -hmm. for those who have themselves sorted, uh, you need to jump onto their new short code, STAM447-899-HASH. 
uh, to make installment payments towards items required for your world school admission. It's uh, safe and convenient, so use it. Also, Prospectus Ghana is providing a one-stop shop for all school items and is a supplier of good quality mm-hmm. brand chalk white A4 sheets for all printing jobs. Find Prospectus Ghana on the graphic road opposite Toyota Ghana in Accra or call them on 0500 600 607. Prospectus Ghana, your one-stop shop for all school items and stationery. I'll be focusing on education briefly, but I want to just tell you about entrepreneurship in a second. If an entrepreneur in the formal or informal sector aged between 16 and 55, you're looking for a chance to fund and grow your business, say no more. I'm Investable is here to make your dream come true. Join I'm Investable Business Initiative now and receive up to 50,000 CD grant mentorship and support to grow your business. To participate, send a summary of 250 words. Uh, about your business or a two-minute video of of yourself telling us why your business is viable and investable processing fee applies go to iaminvestable.com for more details investable empowering innovative business for growth and crystal ball is happening this thursday just when businesses in africa were gearing up for growth after covid another crisis setting global inflation sovereign debt currency fluctuations and more now we are faced with a global recession but there's hope if you want deeper insights for the 2023 year and beyond this is the time to be part of crystal ball it's on thursday the 16th of february alabadi beach hotel accra it's on the theme africa's new blue ocean opportunities in a volatile world go to crystalballafrica.com crystal ball africa powered by ab and david africa Because today we got in a lot of messages, we just give Sky a chance to read a few more a before few we get into our okay. issue for the day. Okay, this one says, um, Say happy Val's Day to my wife for me, Mrs. Paula Mawena Fritters of uh, CBG Bank. I love you plenty, plenty. This one says, uh, Happy blessed birthday to you, Mr. Andrews John Aqua. Grow gracefully in the years ahead and thank you so much for your friendship. 
Uh, cheers to a beautiful day. Hope you enjoy the Banku and Okru. Shall I be like brother sends some Banku and Okru to the man who Bridget Senam Ade of the Public Services Commission sending that one in. Uh, more comments coming in. Um, this one says, Good morning, Bernard and team. Happy Valentine's Day to the love of my life. Koku of Victory Presby. You bring so much joy, laughter, and love into my world. And I'm so grateful to have you as uh, someone by my side today. And every day, I cherish you and our relationship more than words can express. Thank you so much for being my partner, my confidant, and my best friend. I love you so much more than anything else there is in the world. It's coming in from your baby, uh, Mitri. Uh, this one says, Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, okay, it's a birthday actually to <coughs> Valentina Day at Pon Methodist School. I wish I'm wishing you all the very best. It's coming in from Richard and Tema, and this one is coming in from Alexander Apache from Hohoe, who says that uh, Happy Valentine's birthday <laughs> to Nsia. Mm. Uh, Florentus of uh, Bost Energy. And this one coming in from Silvio um, says that uh, um, things we do for love in the name of love, Jaden Sky. Mm. Yes, and, uh, that was right. for you. Speaking of Wesley girls and their speech day, I, I want to say uh, good morning to two girls who have both been on this show. So I uh, say, Nedi, Isitamaklo was the runner up. I think three or three, two or three years ago, in the literacy challenge. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Wegehe. Yes, and I say Neddy. I say Neddy. Bo bo bo. Yes, I say Neddy at the yesterday's uh, or the weekend's uh, 186th speech and prize giving day. Uh-huh. She was awarded best um, all-round student. Mm-hmm. Is the Henrietta Mensa Bunso award for best all-round student? Wow. I say Neddy. Is it Wow. won that award um, wow. Wow. and the gay speech they also saw another young lady i interviewed her so, so i said lady was on this show i interviewed yeah. her when she was second mm-hmm. and then this lady jessica adongo mm-hmm. she was also a finalist in you know we have the literacy challenge and we also had the quiz program mm-hmm. that philip used to host yeah uh, jessica adongo made seven a's out of eight at wesley girls wow and she received an award and we are very proud of it. She happens to be the daughter of Isaac Adongo. Oh, I see. Wow, wow. Charlie, the thing did the house. <laughs> so, and what I've noticed is that a lot of the uh, people who do well in the literacy challenge, yeah, they they end up excelling in whatever school they go to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I really want to commend them for maintaining the the levels of academic excellence. They, they and rigor. And yes. rigor. And rigor. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say a couple of <coughs> things about education. And I, and I feel like, if, if I'm not making sense, help me. So I feel like there's um, a certain silent, and I think Godfrey mentioned this on Friday, parents are concerned about many things in secondary schools. And a lot of them are checking out of the system. But for those who can't check out, they are having to live with many uncertainties. Mm-hmm. So... It's six days to school reopening, and we don't have um, the placements out. Mm-hmm. In the double track schools, students who went to school in the second week of January are coming home this this weekend. All right, students who students who 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 went to school in the second week of January are coming home this weekend. So that means they've had basically a month and ten days for first term. Eh? 
Yes. In yeah. fact, if you have the oh. if you have the schedule, hey, share with me. So, Bernard, you are joking. We are, we are, I'm, I'm taking it one by one. Just relax. So the the schedule because I, I have somebody who sent a word to school. Mm-hmm. I think it was 10th January. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They are coming home this weekend. First term is done. Is it introductory phase? I don't know. <laughs> introductory phase of school. And in, I'm thinking about the workload or what you can teach somebody between 10th January, mm-hmm. if it's 10th January at all, yeah, and 17th February. Yeah, the academic See, calendar. You know, mm-hmm. and There's then they, and then they sit, they stay home between 18th February to 4th April. Mm-hmm. Let's take it one by one. You go to school in general. Sky, if you can get a date for me, when did they go to school? Yeah, I'm sending you. <coughs> yeah, I want, to, I want to take my time and go through this. There is a problem. Mm-hmm. And we have to deal with it. Because if somebody goes to school in... Okay, here it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the 2023 transitional calendar. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm looking for a double track. So, schools. for instance, um, the transitional current la- calendar Good. for uh, SHS three people went to school on the 9th of January and mm-hmm. they expected back home uh, on the 17th of February, right? Yes. So, so a form three person has mm-hmm. was it this year? Mm-hmm. So, 9 January to 17 February mm-hmm. is one month, one week. Mm-hmm. So that's f- f- six weeks mm. because January has f- five weeks. No, it's, f- it's four, five weeks. Five weeks because 9th January to 9th February is one month. 17th is another week. So five weeks for first term. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then they they take a break from 18th February mm-hmm. to 12th March. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to school from 13th March to the to second 2nd of- June. Mm. That's the, I, I think there's a problem somewhere there. There it's, is certainly. It's too long. What's problem. the problem? It's too long. Yeah. That, actually, so that's, the I'm first coming. term is actually too short because you go to yeah. school in January, which is what the What can I do in five weeks? And then... As is introduction to by the You know, okay, let me, let, me, let me explain this further. <laughs> my, um, my, my kids, they went to school on 10th January. <coughs> they are writing midterm exams this week. So this is midterms. Mm-hmm. So this is the middle of the, of the term. term. yeah. Right, and they've been in school for a month and a week, mm-hmm. and they are not doing midterms. Which is that their term, and this is a private school, their term is double of what these guys. Mm-hmm. So this SS3 guy is going to school 9th January and coming home 17th February. Mm-hmm. This is the same time that my child in a private school is doing half term. Mm-hmm. Right, so this person is spending half of the equivalent of a basic school person in a private school's term as their full term for a secondary school SSS. Now, arguably, the workload is more. Mm-hmm. You get me? So, there's a problem there that somebody will go to school on 9th January and come back on 17th February. Me, fr- frankly, Bernard, I do not understand the system anymore. That is where I will begin. Uh, maybe I'll get somebody to explain. Yeah, to I don't understand the system. The tracks. Because every time that I hear the education <coughs> ministry come out to explain the timetable, they explain it in um, work hours, in course hours. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to uh, get X amount of hours at the end of every term or every year. And the way they work it out, by the time they are done explaining it to you, they get a certain, they get the required number of hours. Of hours they are supposed, they are supposed to, to get. Hours. Contact hours they're supposed to get. So you end up asking yourself, okay. What was the use of asking the questions then? Because they'll show to you that they are supposed to be in school for maybe they're supposed to get twenty something 
contact hours per week or per this and that is what they get well let's take a break and come back to it so i'm concerned number one about the delay in the release of the placements number two we are looking at the timetable for the double track in particular and it looks very it's weird very (laughs) i'm looking for a word i can't find the word it looks like all probably like very small I'm, I'm not getting the right uh, and, and just to add to that do you see the amount of homework or volume of homework that your child brings oh, home Lord. even with the long hours God that way. they spend I've had to, to make hire, up I, I have to hire a homework teacher mm. to complement what I do mm. because I can't keep up like in your and you know they have homework days <laughs> so they have Monday is a homework day. The only day they don't have homework is Thursday. Because they are Friday, I come to pack you. And some of the homework is research. So I'm like, Charlie, are you testing my child or you are testing me? Both. Like, <laughs> what about sin have I committed? Why? You know? But we are, we are, we'll, we'll do it. It's for their own good, yes. I believe. So we'll do it. So we need to compare some of that, which is private school mm-hmm. education, to what the public schools are getting. And then the increasing view that public schools are actually doing better at BC. Because the public school, the private schools, the <laughs> private schools are bombing the BC. This matter. Basa, basa, basa. So a lot of them are either doing what you said, mm. or some of them are saying, you know what, we, when we reach, we'll write a BC, but we'll still continue and do the IGCSE and mm-hmm. things. Because these schools that are supposedly bombing the BC, mm. there are students who go and do the IGCSE, mm. they still pass. Yes. You know, so there's a lot of things. But let's just take it one by one. Let's take your uh, tech and social media trends first. Then I'll come back to education. If you're a parent, I want to hear from you. If you're a parent with a form one pupil or you're a pupil waiting for placement, what do you think? It's one week. School reopens on 20th. Do you know which school you are going to? Have you been told what day is coming? Do you know what to do if you don't get your first choice? Do you know what options are open to you? Parents, send us a voice note 054 998 If you're a parent, send us a voice note as school reopens for form ones in a, in a, in a few days. Take us to media trends brought to us by Vodafone. Uh-huh. Vodafone is saying that they've got great news for everybody today from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, you can get free Vodafone calls because hashtag we got you. Check up on all your loved ones and wish them a happy Valentine's Day. Sign up for a special offer by dialing star 900 hash for unlimited fixed broadband data at 40 CDs valid today only. Be on the lookout for more exciting offers from Vodafone this week. Happy Valentine's Day, Vodafone Feather Together. And Car Banks is also bringing us the segment. They say, don't let the stress of planning the burial or funeral service of your loved one distract you from bidding your final goodbyes. Let Car Bank take charge of collecting the funeral donations while you take care of the rest. They've got the Car Bank and Sour Collection Platform, a real-time online collection platform that helps you easily manage all donations, be cash, check, or via any digital means you can call them 0800 500 500 chat to them online or visit them on social or via whatsapp send an email customer care at cowbank.net or visit their website cowbank.net to know more cowbank forward together all right we'll get you into the trends next nathan has the segment okay all right so several things trending still christian Achu is trending just tells you how many people are concerned any news on him no no not yet not yet we are hoping that we'll get some positive news in a bit uh, honorable sam george is also trending a family fight but but they were oh, yeah, so several people are also <laughs> reacting to that <laughs> <George is> incorrigible. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, Ghanaian musician Kwesi Arthur is also in the trends. I don't know how many people have seen his new look, his cut of the dreads. Oh, then how will you recognize him? Yeah, his cut of the dreads. So, yeah, he I says <laughs> that is the new look from Kwesi Arthur. Of course, Valentine's Day is also trending. Mm. You have the ver- various variants. So UBA, people are called Valentino and Valentine uh-huh, and things like born that. On Valentine's yep, Day. Yep, yep, yep. You have this. other things trending mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. If you go to the world of tech, mm-hmm. now there's a story that says several US mobile carriers suffer technical difficulties mm-hmm. now the story is on cnn and it says several u.s mobile carriers experienced technical difficulties monday night down detector Godfrey's very good reference there were a website that tracks service problems and outages indicated that at&t t-mobile verizon and boost mobile all experienced a spike in reports that came out monday night it was unclear if the problems were unconnected neville ray who's president of tech for t-mobile tweeted late monday that the company was quote addressing a third-party fiber interruption issue that had intermittently impacted some voice messaging and data services in several areas so it looks like that's the uh, minor they are, headache they are not sucking anymore people no 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 the no. way the tech companies are sucking people Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. so we beg no, so no, it's no, okay no. we beg them yeah. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So I'm trying to read the the, 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 the document to see if we can make sense of this. So it's a calendar proposal from the Ministry of Education by GES, and then it says no double track for grade level. However, only two-year groups of the three cohorts of students are in school at any period in time for the 2023 year. The proposed calendar ensures that each year group meets or exceeds the total minimum contact hours of 3,402 hours over the course of the three years. Mm. Then the transitional calendar is giving. Uh, first semester, starting with Form 3, they go to school from January to February. They take a break, come back, go to school in March, end in May, early June. They take a break and then go to school in June and end in September. So they are third term is much much longer than their first term so they have a very short first term shs twos have a much longer first term they start in january into early march take a break go back middle of april and they have a short second term so i feel every everybody's taking a haircut the form three the haircut is the first term but the second and third terms are much longer the form twos their first term and their third terms are longer their second terms are very short and then the formal ones, their first term and third term is long. Their second term is much shorter. So that everybody has sacrificed something. So, for example, if you've got SHS 1, their second term is between 19 June. 
now they call them even semesters no longer terms right they call it at a semester so it's a bit confusing me but basically form threes will have a short first term form twos have a short second term and form ones have a short second term but everybody has two longer terms and from the calculations they make form ones will have 34 weeks of school with 1260 contact hours which doesn't look bad well it's just not for the the, the the lack of sort of sameness in the length of the terms mm-hmm. 1360 hours so if i will ask the educationist what that means 34 weeks seems pretty long mm-hmm. but my observation about the first term for the form threes is that as i said my kids have went to school early january i think they went to school on the first week of january mm-hmm. also and their midterms is on wednesday which is february 6th, 15th. So they would have done almost a month and a half before midterms. And then they'll do another month and a half. So it's like three months for first term. Yet the SH3s have a shorter first term. I'm sure there will be an explanation for yes. this. So basically, this is what the GS is calling a transitional calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's the information that is available. Um, it says that it's been published and it's been scheduled in such a way that there are two cohorts of students in school at any given time mm-hmm. for the double track schools. Now, according to the Deputy Director General of the GES in charge of quality and access, mm-hmm. Dr. Kwabina Bempatando. Mm-hmm. Um, KB Tando. Yes. Basically, the timetable is to ensure that the students will complete a minimum of 3,134 hours. Mm-hmm. That is an average of 1,134 hours mm-hmm. per year. Okay, so on paper it doesn't seem first problematic, but it, it just feels a bit funny. It's transitional, meaning that it's not going to be what they will use forever. Mm. <clears throat> we'll take it like that. But back to the <clears throat> reopening of schools for form ones, and the, has there been an official reason given for, for the delay in the? Yes, because you can call it a delay, right? If yeah. if a week to reopening, people don't know what schools they are going to, or is it is it, is it a general problem? I don't know. Um, the educational correspondence, Caleb can help me. Is it like, um, do they always wait till one week to reopen to to, to but, release the list? But you should you should know where you are going to school at least a month ahead. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a security thing. So maybe they don't want you to know so that you can. I don't know. Well, with the other category things that they've been shenanigans, they've been pulling. If there's a delay, I can understand. Maybe they are still investigating the system. Um, but rationally I mean, realistically one, if a week they're the supposed school? to be in school on the 20th no. yes and uh, the expectation know. is that they would know where they are going by now it should not be a yeah, situation because of, for example if i'm let, let's, let's assume I have, I, have, I, have, I have two wards and we want to be in the eastern region we live in accra mm. so let's assume for the girl i chose a breed no, i chose manfi girls okay and then for the boy i chose okwas okay so let's assume the girl her first choice is Manfig. Okay, first choice is Manfig girls. Second choice is maybe Binkum. Okay. Okay, and then the boy first choice is Okwas. Second choice is maybe Nifa. All right. Now my journey, my travels, and all those things, I need to plan around which school they get to. All right. Manfig girls, Manfig is not the same as whatever. So there are there are needs that are around. Mm-hmm. The thing though is that because government is providing everything, I'm not sure you have to go and buy your uniform yourself. So I don't think parents have an excuse to say, well, I have to go and buy a uniform, so I don't need to. You know, the school provides a uniform. In fact, let's tell you the things government has committed to pay for. Government pays for entertainment. Government pays for sports. Or government has committed to paying for sports. 
government pays for NSMQ preparation. Well, well, it's easy to no. They, there's nothing. There's, no, being, there's no. nothing <laughs> happening in sports. No, so it's I, easy I, to say. No, I'm telling you what government has undertaking to do on paper. Uh, okay. Then you no, can no, tell what's happening on the reality. No, there's nothing. So government will pay for entertainment. Government will pay for sports. Government will pay for NSMQ preparations. Okay. Government will pay for utilities. Government will pay for maintenance. Government will pay for first aid. Government will pay for food. Government will pay mm-hmm. tuition. So pay, government pays everything. Okay. But previously, what was government paying for? What your parents paying for? Oh, I know that we... Previously, you were paying... We paid tuition. our own border fees. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if you were a border, you would pay for your own boarding mm-hmm. fees. You are paying your own boarding fees. You are paying for tuition. I believe you would you pay, pay for food. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pay for entertainment. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, there were little, little things yes. on the bill that you were uh-huh, paying yes. for. So the, the government still paid something. So the entertainment, you know, what are they paying for? Like, what do I they don't pay? know. Your entertainment. I don't know. <laughs> And you know what's funny? Let me give you a very funny Before story. Jams. So here's somebody, <laughs> here's somebody who has put money in a bond to get quarterly payments to pay their child school fees. Now, because of the debt exchange, he they would can't, they can't forfeit the interest which they used to pay the fees. So the government says, I'm not going to pay you what is yours that you have worked for, but I'll pay your child school fees for you. But then the school doesn't have the money to run the school. <laughs> and invariably... So the government takes your responsibility for paying for your child's education on itself and then decides not to pay it at the right time. Uh-huh. Now, the headmaster cannot talk because they are afraid they will be sacked. Uh-huh. So your child goes to school and is just getting yes. emaciated. And you have to now look for money elsewhere Wait, to send to them. That's the point I was about to make. Invariably, it comes back to you mm-hmm. because you now need to find money for them mm-hmm. because you don't like the food they are getting. You need to give them food. Now, because... The food issue is so strong and rampant and it's and it's going over a longer period. You are now spending more money to feed your child so that they are in good shape to learn and all of those things. Mm. So that's one level. Mm. Now, assuming that your child doesn't even get a proper place at the boarding house and say you want to ensure that they have a good place to lay their head, that's extra cost because you need to find them a newer place to lay their heads. That also comes with its own risks, its mm. own challenges of leaving teenagers to to yeah. live by themselves yes. far away from home yes. without supervision. Yeah. So somebody's explained that the calendars are two. The one you refer to is the first one. It was changed a week or two ago. In the first calendar, it was the Form 3 students who were to come home. Then the GS changed it and says it's rather the Form 2 students who are to come home. Meanwhile, it's not vacation. It's a break in the semester. I'm confused, Zala. <laughs> this person is a parent too. So there, apparently there are two calendars. I didn't know this. Fred, uh, why uh, didn't you uh, tell uh, me? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm <find> out. <laughs> So, parents, please help us. We are just trying to figure these things out. You know, our kids are in primary school, so we are not yet in secondary school, so we are not yet up there. Those of you whose kids are in um, secondary school, please help us too. Do you have the placements, one? And, and then, then you understand the calendar yes. as it is now. And how is it working for How's you? How are you managing home and all those things? And then don't forget, um, there's also issues around utility bills for schools. And somebody in one of the PTA sent me and said, their school owes over 2 million cities to the Ghana to the ECG and um, that's legacy mm-hmm. light bill and based on some new policy they have had to buy prepaid meters and in this particular school which is a school in Cape Coast mm-hmm. the headmaster has to literally use his own money to buy credit because sometimes you don't have money and prepaid is finished let's talk to the president of the NAGRAT first for clarity on the, the, the calendar and then for the issues around the placement and then possibly issues to do with 
utility bills. Angel Cabano, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Tenant. Sorry, are you still do you still teach in a school or since you are president you are now doing it's fully true. administrative? Oh, I still teach. You are still a teacher. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Good, good, good for you. So, what calendar are we working with? I'm, I'm asking because the calendar originally had Form 3 students were to come home this weekend. But now I'm yes. told it's Form 2s who are coming home. Can you clarify this for me, please? Yes. The first calendar that came out. In fact, it was even wrong for that calendar to come out because according to the conditions of service, school calendar is negotiated between management and the teacher unions. So what came out, we don't know where it came from because there was no negotiation. So we raised the red flag and then the negotiation started. The director general indicated to us that it was someone who leaked that calendar out and it was not officially released to the public. Now, one thing that is influencing all these changes is one, that the teacher unions have made some demands that one, we want to go back to our old school calendar or first third term calendar. So the nature of any calendar that comes out, we have to be working towards reverting to the three-term school calendar. By so doing, we will need to have short breaks so as to make time for the students and the teachers. So teachers are going to get about 10 days rest period, which everybody knows that that is not how it works. Students are also going to lose a few weeks. Everybody knows that that is not how it works. So that from September this year, 2023, we revert to the three-term school year. Now, there was a problem of how to deal with the double-track schools. As a matter of fact, double-track should have come to an end in 2022. So we indicated to the uh, Ghana Education Service that whatever they will do, for us to do our double track come September, they will have to do it. Because the way things are going, we don't have certainty. We are, we, the school term is, the school uh, calendar is so distorted. Some people go to school, some people come, to, uh, come home. Now, we also ask that the Form 3, because they are an examination class, be isolated from the normal school timetable, so that they are prepared to write as a mind you this year, the WASA exam is not going to be in May, June, but it is going to be in August. Uh, it is it is going to be in August uh, this year. So these are some of the info, uh, issues that influence the change in the school calendar. So as we speak, the new calendar is that Form Twos will come home this weekend. I'm trying to understand that yes. they, they went. Yes, they went to school on 10th January. They are coming home on 17th February. Yes, you see, it's all a reflection of how we have messed up the whole school calendar as a result of free SHS and double track. Because why should a child come to school in January and come home in February? Where does that happen? And Bernard, let me give you some information. That whenever there is a break from school, it takes two weeks the students to get into the academic frame when they return to school. So when you have frequent breaks, you are you are distorting the steady rhythm that ought to exist. You know, when we all return to school, when school reopens, the first week, you know, we still have 
the hangover of the home until the first week, second week, then we all get into the academic break. So let me say that for some time now, we have had a distorted school timetable that has adversely affected teaching and learning in our schools. Do we have more double-track or single-track schools? Do you, do you have that information? Yes, yes. So we have more single-track schools now than double-track So that's good. It means that eventually this will be over. Yes, yes. Wonderful. In fact, in, in, in fact the problem is the 60, 60 top senior, 61 top senior high schools that are at the end of every placement are oversubscribed. Other than that, would have I'm sure we would have seen the back of uh, double track by now. There is some 61 senior high schools that is always oversubscribed, and whenever the numbers are so high, then government just uh, appears to pressure and then repeats a double track system. But we've indicated that whatever it is, if all the students are supposed to come on track from September, they have to come on track from September. Presumably, these 61 schools are the so-called Category H schools. Yes, so-called Category H schools, yes. Wow. So they are having to deal with more numbers and less space, for which reason they have to do double track. Good. Let's come to the the issue on the school placements. Today is 14th February. School reopens for Form 1's 20th February. So which is why I believe the Form 2's have to come home to create space for the form ones in the double track schools. Now, is it normal that six days to reopening placements are not out? It is not it is not normal. Um I don't know whether I can say I'm I'm allowed to say too much on this matter because of some sensitive issues. You recall that there is um uh, an investigation report about the placement what happened last year. And, in fact, it has really shaken the foundations of certain authorities in our country. And they will have to put in measures this time to ensure that we don't revert to that same thing. Look, if something happened in one school where a student accused another student that, you cry, you came here because you bribed your way to come to school. And it was a very, very unfortunate situation. And, Bernard, let me state this, that... Placement to school, for me, should not be within the aspect of their education. It should not be within the confines of the ministry. Sorry, sorry, Angel, Angel, can you repeat that? You said placement in school should be what? Placement in school should be within the ambit of the Ghana Education Service, not the Ministry of Education. You see, there is a certain secretary that who, that's, uh, the, uh, the relevance of which I, I wonder uh, I wonder what relevant that secretariat is uh, uh, today. That is three senior high school secretariat. I don't know why we still have that secretariat operating. Because these guys, what, they are not teachers. They are political appointees. They said they are running three senior high school. I don't know what they do. I don't know the relevance of the three senior high school secretariat. And these guys I still have a difficulty as to why they are found operating in every sphere of education. You know, I think that placement in school, why should somebody pay 10,000 cities, 20,000 cities to get your daughter to uh, Wesley Girls near high school? So I'm sure these are some of the issues that 
are being streamlined. Hence, the delay in the uh, uh, placement. And then, uh, again, they ought to, ought, to, ought to deal with the IT institution also. Whether the IT system is, 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 is locked up enough to protect the sanctity of placement as we speak. So for me, all that the Ghana Education Service ought to do is to extend and change the date of the report, the reporting date of the Form 1. It can't be the 20th because it is not practical as we speak. So you are suggesting that because of the investigation that the 4th Estate did, which has led to another investigation by the Ministry itself, that the delay so so they are possibly trying to tie up the loose ends yeah. for which reason they have not released the list now yeah. pr- practically speaking assuming they've been released there is the 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 placements today well six days okay what what needs to so if a parent knows that their child is going to say monthly girls and they know today the 14th what kind of person do they need before sending the, the girl to school on the 20th a minimum, in fact, they should give them a minimum of two weeks. The 20th is not practical. They should give them a minimum of two weeks. But if they do that, then that means that the already constricted calendar gets more convoluted. Because as you are speaking, this is the second calendar that was released, which now we have yes. tried to understand that they are going on 20th. So if they take your suggestion, then it means we have to do a new calendar for everybody. In fact, this is the third calendar that was released. Uh, the, the, you see, we have we have we have made fetish, we've made fetish out of senior high school, and I don't know uh, why. Last time I listened to you when you were discussing the the, the, the death of our public basic schools, and you people were on point. You see, we've made fetish out of uh, senior high schools, and in making fetish out of the, of it, we are we are always taking the wrong decision. <laughs> You know, as we speak, honestly speaking, for the Form 1, the timetable is going to get distorted. Hello? Sorry, sorry about that. Please go on. Yeah, so for the Form 1, whether we like it or not, don't forget, when Form 1s report to school, they don't start classroom work immediately. Uh, and then reporting to school also, it's not as if every student reports to school on the same day. Within one week, you see students reporting one after the other, groups after groups and all that. Then there's going to be orientation. There's supposed to be a day or two orientation. Because those who even do general arts, they have to be put in either uh, the uh, general arts categories. You know, there are some general arts students who do history, ERS, literature, and so on and so forth, government and so on. Different from the general that does geography, economics, elective math, and all that. So you have to put the students in these categories. So within when they even report to school in two weeks, classes have not started for them. Hmm. So so seriously speaking, if you are the president of Nagrat and you are not even sure of what the the the, the when the the, the placements will come. Then I can imagine the torture parents are, are going are going through. The third point is about what government must do for the schools. Again, today somebody on a PTA sent me a, a report and claimed that the school that they are a member of the PTA or like a board, the school owes over two million cities in electricity tariffs. Yeah. And, and that as a consequence of that, they've been forced to do prepaid. And because yeah. government doesn't release monies, 
sometimes the headmaster has to use his own money to buy 500 cds 400 cds of power so that some of the form trees can even just study for a couple of hours before they sleep yeah is this a strange is this something strange to you or this is fairly common oh very very common occurrence we even start with the minister and raise this issue with the minister that this prepaid matter is creating serious but there's a certain boys too name of which i will not mention where at night yeah at night the light went off and there was so much noise and Bernard, you know what i'm talking about there was so much noise almost uh, to the righteous, uh, righteous uh, point, the headmaster had to move from teacher to teacher, soliciting some money to see whether they can buy some prepaid for that night, so as to see what they can do the next morning. The system that runs is like this. The, the money that is supposed to come from government do not always come on time. In fact, it never comes on time. It never, never comes on time. So, And then you ask the schools by law, that they should all revert to a prepaid meter system. The schools revert to a prepaid meter system. You don't pay the money on time. As a prepaid, it's an automated system. Units finish on the prepaid, the lights go off. So the question is that we ask the general education service, uh, the ministry, to see whether government can direct ECG uh, for that to be postpaid in the school. The minister promised us. But that is exactly what they are going to do to see whether they can have postpaid in the school. Unfortunately, when they went to ECG, I understand ECG refused that they will not be able to do that to allow the schools to do uh, 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 postpaid. So we are back to where we are, and the problem, it's a very common problem in our schools as we speak. So if the government is paying for utilities, is paying for food, is paying for tuition, is paying for uniform, and is paying for all of these things. What do the PTAs pay for, as we speak? What do the parents pay for? Uh, in fact, Bernard, with the coming on of the free senior high school, they have destroyed the PTA. But these days, they are even calling it PTA. And that it is no longer PTA, but it is PTA. Look, PTAs were doing very good for the schools. They were really, really, really contributing to school. Uh, it is not every parent who pays PTA obligation, but majority of parents pay PTA contribution. PTA stands in all over this year. Since some of, some of us were in school, PTA levy, PTA dues stand in for shortfalls from government. But because the government does not want to see that, oh, I'm implementing free senior high school and that uh, uh, people will question the perfection of the, the perfect nature of the system. Therefore, any attempt by any headmaster or headmistress to sit with parents, to see whether parents can make a contribution, the headmaster or headmistress will be in trouble. The, mm. collaboration, that, yeah, the collaboration that exists, and look, I have a teacher in St. Mary. Let me tell you, the PTA and the old students have contributed immensely. The, the home economics department, the equipment in the home economics department, was a huge contribution from an old student, Madame Jean Menza, towards the uh, refurbishment of our home economics department and the equipment that we have in our, 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 our home economics in St. Mary's. Okay? Parents have also contributed in 
putting up uh, 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 washrooms and so on and so on for our students. Look, you cannot say parents should come and meet by themselves and contribute. There should be a, a symbiotic relationship between parents and teachers. It is the teachers who feed the parents the realities of their children upbringing, up, up, up the challenges that they face, for the parents to be moved to make a contribution. It's a relationship between parents and teachers. I don't know why, when we, we, why, what we have created this situation that is, is even swallowing all of us. So unfortunately, that spirit of contribution that the PTA, of course, let me admit, that some PTAs were charging beyond the means of others. But look, the Bible says the poor you shall always have. You know, if you, are, if you gather a, a 1,000 parents in percent, definitely there will be a percentage who do not have the resources, who cannot pay. But if majority can contribute, there is a classroom block, a whole classroom block in percent that was built by parents. You know, a bungalow built by an old student uh, who is a minister of state as we speak. This is a contribution some of these schools were making. Look, the, 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 the computer lab in all our secondary schools, before government saw the need to introduce ICT in the schools, parents have already started contributing in putting up com uh, computer labs in, 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 in schools in this country. So for me, this, the weakening of the PTA under the guise that when parents contribute, it will be an affront to the sanctity of free senior high school. It's very debilitating and very unacceptable. Mm. How are head teachers managing all of this? In, in fact, it is a very, very stressful situation. I have spoken to a lot of heads who say oh, they cannot wait to go on retirement. It's a very, very stressful situation. You see, he's at you. He's at you. The moment school reopens, Students paid fees. So, if all, if, uh, and of course, let's say quickly, it is not every student in the school who pays 100% of fees. There are parents who pay 100% of fees. There are some parents who pay part of fees. But then there is some amount of money available for the school to run. So, if the schools had gone in to take uh, items on 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 on, uh, on uh, uh, agreement basis, they know definitely that. Within the second, third week, they'll be able to start paying. This time, it is not true. The, the, the items are supplied from central government. So as to when central government supplies the items, then the headmaster is able to operate. And yet, schools reopen on a certain date. So it's a very, very stressful situation for heads of schools. But you see, uh, like before said, that the fact that there is peace in the cemetery doesn't mean that you and I want to go and live there. There are challenges under the current. And these challenges we all have to look at and see how we can solve. Look, free senior high school concept is good. But the way we are operating it, the egalitarian approach that we are giving to it is rather affecting education negatively. Finally, some people think some of the challenges are attempts by people within the GES system to sabotage the current minister, which is why all these things are happening. Is there any, what are, is, is there any truth doubt, in that? I doubt that very much, because, uh, Bernard, 
if a headmaster tells you that uh, as a result of prepaid and uh, the, the the fact that funds have not been uh, brought to the school, or funds have not been given to the school by government, therefore we go, we have light off. That cannot be a sabotage. All that we have to do is to find out whether truly the lights went off in the school at the time the headmaster administration is talking about. Now, when we when when the headmaster cries that uh, there is only Gary in the school and that there is no uh, other food item, if we verify, is it true or it is not true? So, honestly speaking, uh, we are running a system that is bigger than our ability. A good concept, a good idea to make sure that those who don't have attend school, but the wholesale application of the concept is what is affecting us. So, talk to, talk to my classmates, because your, your, your time, you were doing some fee paying in the university, you were making some small contribution when you were a student. But my time, university was, 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 was generally free, but we had serious challenges. We had serious challenges because the various departments did not have the resources to provide what they have to provide. So when there is free, it sounds sweet. It sounds appealing. But if consequences, especially when it is the government of Ghana, we all know government of Ghana have never been able to uh, keep to their pledge of providing when there is free. We'll leave you here. Thank you, Angel, for talking to us. He's the president Thank of you. Nagrat, uh, throwing more light on the situation. Started off by talking about the calendar. So apparently this is the third calendar that's been released. Mm-hmm. And if the form ones don't get to go to school by 20th, we may have to create a fourth one. Now, he's also saying he suspects the reason the placements have delayed is the investigation that was done. So I think they are trying to tie up their loose ends. Then the point about uh, schools not having money to buy prepaid is true the post-pay system was not working because the schools were owing too much. So the schools have all gone to prepaid. But if the money is not released on time and the schools don't have any, they don't charge for utilities, they can't pay for power. So a lot of the schools are sleeping in darkness as we speak. So these are some of the problems. We spoke to the um, PRO of the GS Cassandra Chumampofo, who has been assuring parents that the placements will release soon. You know, when school closed for 10 months as a result of COVID, it disrupted our academic calendar. We used to have September to July, and then um, COVID made us turn to January to December. And so this year, we met with the unions as we've always been doing. We meet our key stakeholders in developing the academic calendar. And so the unions put before us that... um, we needed to go back to our usual or our previous academic calendar, which was the September, um, July. And so we had back and forth on that, and then we agreed. And so we needed to make concessions at both ends by reducing the vacation period and then uh, reducing the contact period so we'll be able to meet, um, get to the end of um, the academic year in September. And then moving forward, we will be using our old calendar as uh, we previously had before COVID set in. So that's actually what had happened. And um, the union said they needed the time. You know, when we end in July, 
they are able to get their full vacation, their summer period, and some use that long vacation for their travels, their businesses, and what have you. And um, when we had the January to this, they really didn't have it that way. And so they were pushing for that amongst others. And so we agreed on that, and then we did the changes to the academic calendar. And that's the reason why uh, we, we've ended in September. So basically, it's for us to go back to our old academic calendar, what we used to do till COVID set in. Okay. Well, for some parents that we've spoken to, they say that this is not going to help them financially because it means that they will need to cough out lots of money, I mean, within a short period of time. What would be your reaction? Would you tell them that this is not really necessarily to financially better them? Exactly. Our intention is not to um, burden them financially. Um, that was what we used to have. And then COVID came in. And so we are only going back to our old norm. Um, nonetheless, the, because we wanted to do that, that's the reason why we needed to shorten the vacation period. And for them, it's been like it's, it's a short time and then I mean, some few weeks or few days, and then another reopening comes in, and uh, we 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 really understand the plight, and I will say that um, because we needed to go back to September, they should bear with us, and we know that um, we we'll definitely get over this, and then we we'll get to our normal times. Okay, let's move over. Let's talk about the placement system. We from the calendar means that the freshers are supposed to be in school on the twentieth. Today is the thirteenth. What's happening? Are we hearing from your office with regard to your placements? Absolutely. You will hear from us hopefully this week. Yes, we are preparing so hard. And um, just this weekend, we had a training for our call center agents. You know, before every placement, we prepare them so that those that are unable to visit our solution centers, we have solution centers at the regional education offices, and then the national one, these days we have them at um, Adabaka, the NAT Hall. So those that are unable to go there, we have a call center, and we'll soon publish the number. And so preparations are almost, I mean, completed, and so hopefully this week, they will hear from us and definitely we'll meet the timelines on the academic calendar. Well, we'll continue to caution parents, guardians and everybody that um, they have to be careful that they do not pay money, especially those that will be going to first year. That placement is done based on merit and so don't be deceived. Do not pay money to anybody for your placement to be changed. And then um, we have our good teachers in all our senior high schools. And so once you get any of your chosen schools, do accept and attend. Cassandra Chuman uh, Poffo is a public relations officer of the GES. So remain calm. Plans are underway to release the placements. So that's the, that's the that's and a way to release the placement thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. You see, so the plans are far advanced. So five days to before twentieth, you know your school. So just and take, go when, just buy the things you need now. Buy to go where? Ah, you know you are going to school. Whatever, wherever you are place, you still go to school. You are either a boy or a girl. No, you see, one. so buy the things you need. But there's no problem there. 
The only problem is that Angel said the week may not be long enough. So it will then mean they shift their reopening to another week. I don't know if they'll do that. You see, let me let me tell you something honestly. Mm. You know. I don't know how other parents feel about the educational system as it is now. Um, anytime you have a conversation about it, the experts will come and make it look like, and by that I mean the technocrats slash politicians, make it look like you don't know what you're talking about. They are mm. the experts, mm. so yes. But education is the one thing where the technocrats cannot be the only expert. Hmm. You see, because when you are done being the expert, the child comes to my house. So we also see the effect, so of, what see the effect of what you're teaching. Mm. And hmm. I always say, maybe parents aren't worried about it or mm. parents are happy with what they get mm. because there isn't a lot of stick for what is happening. So maybe it is us who have ridiculous standards of hmm. what the education of our children should be. Hmm. So I am at that point, and I'm speaking honestly with you. Mm-hmm. I'm at that point where I don't really care. As in, you've checked out. Oh, completely. Oh. And I, 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 you and I have privately addressed. I'm going to talk about this on radio. <laughs> no, 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 Bernard. I'm speaking to you oh. as Godfrey Akuto Boafo. Just this. Hold on for me. Hmm. Because you, you've checked out of Ghana's educational system. Completely. I'm not interested in it. It offers nothing for me personally. I go through the textbooks. I am, I am not the most intelligent person in the world, but I'm fairly well educated. So you don't think that the and, system they are running... Uh, hold you, on. You, oh, and and <laughs> pay what I want my child to become and where I want my child to get to. Mm-hmm. What the educational system of Ghana currently provides, in my estimation, for me, is inadequate. The complete system or just the basic? A complete system. It's completely basic inadequate for me. secondary university. It's completely inadequate for me. You no, know, the reason why it is inadequate is because the system has been created in such a way that every single level has significant challenges. So, in the end, the product that you get is at 40%. Mm. Basic school level. I gave you numbers last week. Mm. Inadequate funding. There's a 2.3 million uh, deficit in desks. Mm. The government is now, last week, they sent 40,000. When are you going to get 2.3 million? The, f- the food is inadequate. Textbooks are constantly delaying. There's fiddling with the timetable every now and then. The nature of teaching and the nature of learning in 2023 is not the nature of teaching and learning in 19, or, 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 that w- w- used to exist. I asked you the question. There are days where I see children come home with seven homeworks, eight-year-olds. They have After a day in school, the child goes to school at 7.30, closes at 3.30, and comes home with eight. Homework, eight. Baku, baku, eight. One, two, three. No, Miri, I haven't seen eight before. Oh, but I've seen five. I've seen four. You've seen five, but six. No, no. no. To be fair, my, my people, the maximum is four. Oh, there are schools because, that get seven, we, eight. There are days your child proudly tells you, oh, daddy, today I brought only six. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, daddy, another homework. But how many subjects can you do in a day? I don't know. I don't think you and, are. And if parents engage, and which brings me to the question you spoke about, if parents actually engage, you would realize that a lot of time you ask the child, ah, this work that we are doing, have you been taught in school? Because when I was in school, when I'm giving homework, the homework is part, it's basically a reference, a, a revisit of what was taught that day yeah. or that week to make sure I understand it, right? 
you would ask, oh, have you been taught this? The child tells you no. But the child is supposed to figure it out along with the parents. So we can take it as being, well, this is your contribution to the education of your child. That's fine. I think you have somebody on the line. But Let's I'll continue. Talk to, but uh, Kofi Asari <laughs> of Africa Education was just to see if we can put everything in context. Angel said quite a bit. I just wanted to test some of this with Kofi as well. Africa Education Watch, possibly the leading education think tank in the country at the point, done a lot of research work into um, the, the issues in secondary schools in particular. Kofi, thank, thanks for talking to us. So let me leave, take you to where I left off with Angel. So we are running what is called a transitional calendar. And I'm told that luckily more schools are single track than double track. But the problem is that a lot of the category A schools that are oversubscribed are double track. And we've seen the timetable where we're told some of the schools, for example, for Form 2s, they have to, those who went to school on January 9th have to come home February 17th. So that's basically a month and a week of schooling. Yet the calendar says they will have 40, 34 weeks of tuition and over thousand or something some long hours of, of basically you're saying that it's okay because when you put the total time on task together it's fine let's start with the the, the double track are, are you encouraged that the double track is being phased out as quickly as it should are you concerned that this is the third calendar that has been released in in for for this term okay um good morning um, recall that when the double track was announced um in 2018, um, government said that it was going to run for five years. Um, so, it accepted that 2023 was going to face that. Um, unfortunately, the reality is that um, the uh, efforts to end the double track have suffered a lot of setbacks, uh, mainly financing. And then double track principally applies expanding uh, senior high schools, especially those in high demand, to ensure that they need to run trucks. Government went for a loan, 1.5, the CD, the CD equivalent of a 1.5 billion dollar loan, which was later um, converted into a bond, which is called a Dutch bond. Now, the main objective of that Dutch bond was to expand senior high school infrastructure and end the book track. Um, three years into the loan, only about 3.2 million um, has been dispersed um, by middle of last year. Last year, about another 1 billion, 1.2 billion was supposed to have been raised from the bond, the bond, you know, to continue infrastructure expansion. But two things happened last year. The first was the high, high levels of inflation, especially construction sector inflation, coupled with the low, you know, demand for bond. Obviously, due to the lack of confidence that the um, 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 citizens, corporates, you know, um, expressed in the bond business uh, because of the economic issues, affected the subscription of this bond. The last time I checked, around November, only 17% of the 1.2 billion floaters had been subscribed. It means that financing senior high school ongoing infrastructure projects to ensure that they are completed. And for that ending double track on time wasn't going to happen. So that, that is the reason why we are going to have double track run uh, this academic year. And if not this academic year, until we see an improvement in the liquidity situation, especially uh, the petroleum of bonds 
you know, because the that one is the main vehicle for expanding to the high school infrastructure and ending the double track. So that is on the side of why we are still running double track. Um, unfortunately, because there's been some improvement in the senior school expansion project, um, the last time I said the progress of work was about 60 to 70%. And if you consider all the projects, uh, some of them have been completed, some of them are zeros of completion. What I see is that there was a lot of progress until we began having the economic issues of last year. And so, because of that, those projects that have been completed, you will see that a lot of single track schools. And now run, I know a lot of double track schools are now running a single track. That is progress. Because of that, you have two streams not running double track and one stream running double track at any point in time. So what you have is more or less not a double track because you don't have track that are good for either form one, form two, or form three. But you have a bus, more or less a bus, a bus system for one of the streams where at any point in time, Form 1 and Form 2 students will be in school, for example, for Form 3 students to be at home. I mean, Form 3 students will be at home, for example, to enable Form 1 and Form 2 students to be in school. So you always have two forms being in school and one form being at home. That's what we have. It's not, it's not a classic track, um, 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 track situation. But until the liquidity situation improves, I don't see the, I don't see the future of the active model. I've been honest with you because... All we all have gone through the last year and this year tells me that it take a lot of time for investor confidence to be restored in the bond market. And I don't see that with bond subscriptions, you know, doing any, any good. So, so your point on this is that the funding or financing for these programs, particularly the free SHS, will struggle looking at the macroeconomic fundamentals. And even if the government yes. is adamant that they will continue making everything free, it will get to a point that they, will, they won't get the money. It is not free senior school. It is not free senior school by divided into three. We have the recurrent cost of free senior school. Okay, which is the three billion we are going to spend on mainly feeding children. And then we have the um, the if you like the, the capital the capital cost, which is infrastructure. So that is not normally captured under free senior school, but it's captured under secondary education. So what I'm saying is that the secondary secondary education infrastructure expansion program way for an end to the double track has suffered financing deficit. And until the bond market has been regularized, we are restored, uh, investor uh, confidence restored in the bond market. I don't see the financial, uh, the engineering, the financial engineering um, engine backing that secondary school infrastructure expansion program. So, so you can comfortably predict that double track will continue beyond 2023. Oh, no, no, it will enter next year. It will enter next year. Because in, in the budget, okay, in the budget, there is no provision, there is no such provision for that quantum of money to um, in, to expand secondary, secondary to, to continue the ongoing expansion of the economy. If you look at Get Fund, uh, certain education is getting something a, a little bit around 300 million Ghana uh, cities, which is very, very little when it comes to secondary school expansion. Even that, the debt fund, I'm, I'm sure that by the end of next year, but this year, the maximum you are, are going to see being the best out of that location is going to be 49-50% because that's been the trend. So, and for the mainstream budget of the ministry, 
the CAPEX budget. You see, we have about 1.5 billion for CAPEX. But majority of that money is going to the construction of the, the Solomon University. Uh, so very little uh, is available. So unless we, we look for another funding source, but for now, I don't see uh, a reliable funding source in the DASI bond. That, that is why the double casting will drag for a while. Don't forget that every day the demand for second education is increasing because more and more students are uh, enrolling and completing junior high school. Today, a, a PTA, sorry, a board member of a school said to me that their school owed over two million CDs to ECG in postpaid bill. And as a consequence, the school had been put on prepaid meters. And he was telling me that because disbursement for the delivery of the school's delays, there are times where the head teacher has to use his own money to buy 500 CD credits so that the students can learn for a night. Then I called in Zokabon, who also corroborated that another school, this time a boys' school in Accra, they also got to a point where the light went off and the students were misbehaving. The head teacher had to do lala su lala with other teachers to get money to now buy credit for the night. So, again, I look at the raft of things government pays for food, uniform, utilities, entertainment, sports. You are saying that funding for infrastructure will be affected and therefore double track will continue. Do you foresee the government continuing to pay for everything in this manner into 2024? I foresee because the reason is political. That's why I foresee. The issue of prepaid in senior high schools is one thing government has confirmed because it will put the street in high school implementation if allowed to continue. A senior high school should not be allowed to run on prepaid. It's as simple as that. The reason is that even though about $3 billion is available for implementing free senior high school this year, which includes the cost of utilities. The finance ministry at the end of every year, in the past three, four years, has proven to Ghanaians that the economy is only able to execute or, if you like, disperse um, the maximum of 60 to 65% of their budgetary allocations for free senior high school in a particular year. The reason why you see food shortages. So, if by the execution of the free senior school budget is a maximum of 65%, even in the year that we didn't have the economic crisis, then it tells you that all the time about 35% of the free senior school's budget, which in this year is about 30 billion, will be in areas. So, if you take out the feeding, the remaining of the money is being used by uniforms, textbooks, exercise books, PA kits, church clothes, free Wi Fi, and then utilities. So, this you can't use prepaid in the senior high schools when you flip in darkness. That's the reality. Last year, when Trust um, issued a statement from the Eastern region that the food shortage has hit them hard, they indicated in that release, that Trust Eastern region released that funds for running the schools have been in areas for about a year. I spoke to most of my colleagues who are head nurses in Eastern region and Asante region, and they told me that they have been using their own money to even run examination. So they have to borrow money to even run examination. You understand? Because that money is what is supposed to be used to run an internal examination, pay utilities, and also buy perishables. But you can easily go and credit perishables because someone is selling chicken, fish, you go and credit them. But you can't go and credit electricity, uh, ECG, prepaid, uh, I mean, credit, you know. So, that has been 
their status quo. I mean, he's been there for about like two years, and they, they can't complain. But that was the first time Charles officially raised that issue. That France or anything else, I think that was over a year. And so it is uh, an, an issue of budget execution. Just nearly approving $3 billion for free who is just one step. But the most important step is the Ministry of Finance losing the money, you know, and that, that doesn't happen. And, Mm. And, and you know, a similar, a similar thing is what happened okay. in, in, in basic schools. So, so you, are, you are predicting yeah. the government will, for political reasons, continue to pay for all the things listed above, even though they do not have the money, and it will continue yeah, to put yeah. a strain on the schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is why, on the basis of that prediction, because a financial allocation has been made to that effect, so it, 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 it is. It is um, it is actually a factual prediction. So I would say now what government government will have to do is to do everything possible to have an agreement with ECG so that we don't we don't do prepaid in our senior high schools because that mess will happen. And when that mess happens, what will happen is that the school the school heads will through the back door um, ask uh, parents to pay. And then when parents pay, government will come and say that no one has paid anything. It is in control situation. We don't want that to happen. So government should prevent the current have a discussion with EC um, so that that, that a credit arrangement will, will, will be reached. Mm. Uh, so far as I'm concerned, budget execution is not going to, uh, I mean, it's not going to improve significantly overnight mm. from the Ministry of Finance. Okay. Just, just to clarify, does government pay for uniform or parents buy the uniform? Government buys, okay, they have less uniform, okay, so everything you wear on campus is more or less the same as a uniform because it's a controlled environment. But government buys on, on the government, there's a school uniform. I think what you wear to class or something, yeah. And then there's a PE kit. And then there's a chess club. And then there's a nine, nine note, nine notebooks. And then four notebooks. So all these are part of what government provides for. But let me always have to quick to remind you that in basic schools, we used to have three SS books. It was cancelled in 2015. Now we have three SS books in secondary schools and we have since 2017. And even four notebooks added to that. And we still have issues with basic schools not having the size books, especially in the 75 department district, a lot of them. So that's one of the advocacy points we keep making, that if secondary school parents are so poor that they cannot buy SI books and notebooks, why is it that basic school parents in the 75 department districts suddenly are rich or okay. they can afford SI mm. books and notebooks? But then I, let me just talk about this quickly. I've heard some commentary that um, schools are, I mean, it just took days to vote in schools, paid academically, actually, by the initial education. And um, parents don't even know the schools that their awards are attending. And then the, the awards also don't know the schools that they attended. And it's only six days. I think that we must understand that our education system has never been the same and will never be the same um, as a result of um, the double pack and the COVID. Because in those days, you know the school you are going maybe months before you open. Yes, but now, less than a week, if you don't know. We, especially COVID, has taken our academic um, calendar back, you know, and we are yet to get it to factory settings. And so once we are opening school in February, alone should tell you that we are back. Other countries are doing it in October. So we need to gradually re-engineer everything back. So we must understand that we are not in, a, in normal times and that we must build the system as the system gradually resets to what was existing prior to COVID. Mm. That is why it is important that even though it's only six days to reopening, you may not know the school or what is happening. 
we are not in normal times. All right. How do you, and this, I'm asking you questions, predicting questions, because you've done a lot of works, and I sort of, the details of what we are, is happening, we've already spoken to Angel about. So first, I've asked you about double track. You say it will go beyond this year. You've said that free SHS, factually, it will continue, but funding for schools will struggle because of all the things we've discussed. My third question has to do with, uh, we have an IMF program possibly coming on from June, and then we have an election next year. How do you see the debate on education going into the election? So, for example, in the 2020 election, NDC said, we're basically criticizing the government for the, for the they call it traffic light, right? They said free SHS is working, but there's double track. Fine. Now, the secondary school system is struggling, and a lot of parents are not happy. How do you see this? Okay, so I, I, I do. Do you think the opposition will cash in on this and say we are going to review free SHS? Do you think that, that whoever becomes the flag of the MPP is going to continue the same? We will review free SHS because in the previous elections, particularly twenty sixteen, free SHS was such a big issue, and education is such a, an important issue to parents. How do you see the politics that is coming next year affecting all the things we've discussed? Will it make things better or will it make things worse? I if I was having a discussion with my colleagues um, in the English of Alberta over the weekend on this issue. Uh, a couple of them were doing their PhD thesis in the free senior high school. Then I, what I see happening is that free senior high school will not be an issue. If you start from 20, 2008, free senior high school was an issue. One of the things possible, one of the things not possible. 2012, it was an issue. One of the things if, if it's possible, but you have to take time, I was saying no, it's possible immediately. 2016, there was an issue. I was saying it's possible to take a time, I was saying it's you. So there were contentions. Look at, look carefully at the NDC manifesto of 2020. Look at the difference in the two manifestos relating to the first in high school. It's basically one saying that we are going to expand the first in high school to improve private to improve private schools. That's what the NDC said. Mm-hmm. That, and then and the end of the work track. Those are the two different things that said from the MPs. Okay. And it also said that they were also going to end the work track. So basically, it was just one difference. Private schools inclusion to reduce the pressure on public schools. You know. Okay. Now, in this year, uh, year, year where we find ourselves now, I don't see anything contentious about the free senior school between MPs and MPs. Because I'm being very honest with you. The free senior school just like the edit. If any review, any review in the first scenario should happen and allow parental participation, what I call inclusive, you know, um, governance to take place in that of the policy, it has to happen under the NPP. So they are the commissioners. They consider the idea. If the NPP doesn't touch the first senior high school and allow parents to come to the participant, never do it. Because it's a time bomb. It's like free things. It must have a point. You should touch that free things. So, so we are, we are losing you. Uh, we are losing you. If you can reposition, you are saying that because the MPP yeah. created a free SHS, NDC yeah. will not have the political will to touch it because they feel that voters will punish them for touching their free thing. So, the best person yeah. to, to sort out the mess will be the MPP itself. Exactly. And that is why we have always, I hope you can hear me now. This is clear. And that's what we put pressure on this government. 
Because the best person to review the policy will be this government. If the NBC comes into power, they will swallow everything look like a thinker. If I'm talking, if I say everything, they will never pass any course to the parent because it will not be a subject of vote. And so they would not like to do anything to jeopardize, um, should they come into power, to jeopardize the political force. Because they know very well that Ghanaians like voting, no matter the quality. So, we must... But, but Kofi, is, is that true? Because when I talk to parents in secondary schools and they say, our system is a mess, quality has gone down, the teachers are suffering, the schools are suffering. Are you telling me that if a government comes and says, for those who can't afford, we will subsidize your education. But if you want to go to boarding school, for example, you have to pay. You think voters will punish a, a, a party will punish them to, be a, for taking such a, a, a decision that we all consider very sensible? You don't know Ghanaians. Let me tell you something. Majority of Ghanaians who vote for them on the basis of freezing high school mm-hmm. are not even parents or parents of children who attend freezing high school. Very well. Majority of Ghanaians who vote for them because of freezing high school no one is saying the parents of, 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 of students who benefit directly from prison high school. The fact that you are taking something which is free away from them, they will punish you. And, and the other part, that they will create the impression that, you see, by reintroducing the, the, um, the system of cost to spread. So it's a politically exposed situation. It shouldn't have been so if the policy wasn't politicized or overly politicized. But as the experience we have seen in other countries, in Uganda, for instance, Uganda's second education policy has reached the same level of education of Ghana. Well, it is virtually impossible to do anything about it because it is it, 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 it's a subject matter of votes. Everything about the policy is about votes. You mm. understand? All right. So, I, I'll revisit this issue with you properly. But, but let me add that, that there will be very, very contentious education issues when it comes to basic level. Because I see some of the, the MDC, for instance, um, you know, focusing more, I mean, making statements that will suggest that they want to focus more on basic education. Because in the past, we've seen the NBC, remember, North had the whole program to eliminate schools and trees. About 3,000 or 4,000 of them were, were looted in a short period. So I see the NBC pitching their strength because there will be nothing contentious about three senior high school. I see the NBC pitching their strength on, the, on focusing on basic education. Um, investment, um, but for first school, I, I, I don't see anything contentious about it. Right. My final question you know, on Friday, Godfrey made a point, and I sort of tried to investigate that, and I found that he has some merits. He says a lot of private schools believe they were marked down deliberately in the BC, and a lot of parents of pupils in private schools have expressed surprise. At the results that their children got at the BC. In fact, I'm told that some of the parents, because of this knowledge, send their children to sometimes very r- rural uh, public schools to register them for the BC. And with the knowledge they have in the private school training, they blow. But when they keep the student in a private school, they get like aggregate 10, aggregate 12, and things. You know, and some of these kids, according to their parents, when they write these other international exams like they they do very well so there's a certain growing feeling among parents and teachers of private schools that the system is deliberately marking them down now i want you to comment on that and also tell me if it's possible for us to check how do we trace so is it is there where, where should i go in the data 
to ascertain if there's been a dip in private school because i remember there was some time ago i was looking at some results where a lot of the schools that were supplying people into shs were all private in fact i remember i think 2015 or so i had a data set where majority of the schools that were providing students into our uh, grade a schools were all private schools all right and in fact the main argument then was that private schools do well at bc and then they all go to public schools for shs so how come parents are feeling they are being marked down is there data to support this feeling what what how do we resolve this this growing sense of injustice among private school people that the system is deliberately marking them down okay i i'm not sure a comment will suffice but later we can have a discussion it's a big we have started doing some research we started collecting data about a week ago in some schools we observed that you know the private schools they do mock examination they do about four mocks before they actually and normally because bc is an examination bc is not only um the the grades you get at bc it's not just your examination score it includes your formative assessment that's your you know classwork you know and then your summative assessment which is the examination score and it is a known best practice in assessment assessment that there should always be a correlation between your performance in school and performance in the uh, in the standard examination there must be a correlation okay and the respect in the assessment and test no no better than i do we started taking data uh, collecting data last week we observed that in some schools for example a certain private school in um, Kumasi, a prominent one out of about 55 students they presented the students with the highest mark in English, I'm talking about English, the students with the highest mark in English had about 86, average 86 in the four books they did before the BC. And that student was the best performing student in the BC, and then he had he had six. I mean, grade six, in grade six. The, the best score in that school in English was grade six. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. He had 86 over 100 in four mocks. Yes. But when he read, so that would be a grade one. Yes, grade one. And then when he read the BC, he got grade six. And now, and, and no one had more than no one had a better grade than six in the BC in that school. In English, yeah, English. Yeah. I'm talking about English. Nobody had grade one. Nobody had grade two. Nobody had grade three. The best was grade six. Grade six, five or six, four hundred six, and. That 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 student was one. If you analyze other other subjects, you realize that. So this is comparing the mock, the three or four mocks done by the students to the BC results. And bear in mind that the district uh, organizes a district mock, which is part of this course. I'm talking. The last mock they do is a district mock, and so it is not that all the mocks uh, are just internal. The district mock is internal. The teachers in the school, the private school, are not those who mark the district mark. The education authorities who organize the district mark are both public and private schools. So the marks for the final mark is not an internal mark for you to say that the private teachers are giving them wrong. They don't know who marks them. So it, it's been raising, it, it's raising suspicion, but you know, we, we want to get to the bottom of the matter. And so until we are able to have something more conclusive in terms of the, what would be a correlation analysis between the mock examinations and scores of private school students, including the district mock, turn out to the private school, and then the BEC scores. 
over time, maybe about two, three years. And see, because I was complaining about two years ago, not now. And then see the correlation. The challenge is that getting public school data is proving challenging because the system is not releasing it. It appears as if you want to register the same mock that was written by private schools and public schools. You will get the data in terms of the grade for the private schools. But the public school and you won't get it from the historic school. They tell you it's not it's not that they don't keep it. So go to the region, you go to the region, you need anything. So the difficulty in getting the mock scores for the public schools. So you can't compare to see the the, the, the performance of the public schools versus the private schools in the mock and do the same for BC. BC you can get the data. But the mock you need to get it so you can't get it. So Mm. So which, which, which is which is strange because for I would have thought private schools would rather want to keep their mock results secret. So if public schools yeah. rather you are not getting the mock result to then compare yeah. with their performance, then it's, but the other question I have is how widespread is the feeling that this is happening that there's some. So it's, 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 it's widespread. Every every private school we have visited that is the we are greeted with that every time. And I'm saying this for the first year. Last year, they wanted to go to court. Last year, they wanted to go to court. It wouldn't start now. Now, because of this, let me tell you, it's in three years now of this thing, this, this consent. You don't have a factual basis. That is, it's a consent. So, we have observed that because of this, because of this, this feeling, and because of the 30% allocation of category A school slots to public schools, because of these two reasons, parents of private schools and students have become sensitive and are now trying to find other ways of getting into category A schools. Because obviously, opportunity, if you want to enter the sex, and you feel that you are not getting the, you are being marked now. At the same time, to public school students are 30%, even before you start the race, they are standing at 30 meters. You are, are running 100 meters. You start the race, you are there and they are 30 meters. So, definitely you are back. So they are looking for, they are using that unconventional. I know of a certain school in Kaswa where virtually every student in that school, virtually every student in that school, wrote the BC in another school, in a public school. What has been happening since last year is that when students get to form two, they run from the public private schools and when they register in public schools, become students there. Some of them who have strong connections do not do, um, do not even go to the school. They only appear to kind of write in English. Some of them to go to final year in the, in the public school and they write in English. But, but how, how do they take school. care of continuous assessment? Would that not be illegal uh, by the YX standard? A lot of things are illegal in that way. Okay. But it's a matter that we have been investigating for two years. Is this not a matter? Because in, a, in an advanced country, if there was a, a row over private schools feeling they were marked down, there could be no, an independent no, commission. No, there could be a, you can't can transfer it. Was, no, I'm that mm. yeah, can't there be, or shouldn't there be an independent commission mm-hmm. that says, mm-hmm. look, we are going to investigate WIAC, we are going to investigate GES, we are going to investigate the exam. Because it, it is... If the public is concerned about the integrity of exams and majority of private schools feel that they have been deliberately marked down and you are not getting access to public school mock results to even do your own back-of-the-envelope analysis, then WIAC and the ministry and the GES obviously 
have questions to answer because if you want to clear what is a green perception i believe transparency is the best way to go to say okay let's put the chips on the ground here are the results for the past 10 years here are the comparison of the mock results then you can see there's a correlation between their performance at mock and the final exam but to to, to prevent that information from coming out to not do your own and again i know that people like salamat do assessment of wasi results where he he, he takes the wasi results for all west african countries and publishes it and we all read so we know that for wasi these are the schools that do well these are schools that do not do well so how come for the bc we don't have that that type of work done and even if it's done at all it's not a subject of public discourse how is that even allowed in a in a democracy like ours the system is not interested in that because it will bring out issues so CSOs are interested we are interested we are going to use our ITI rights to demand certain information it will take a whole year to do this work we started last year but we are committed to um, having a fair environment you know for placing students we believe that Ghanaians, whether private school students or public school students, are Ghanaians. And our constitution and Article 21 guarantees fair access to educational institutions. So the policies and laws and the academy put in place should not be unduly I mean, disadvantage a student because they attended a private school. We also believe that if you look at private schools, according to the IMF, about 70% of the private schools in Ghana are low-cost private schools. And some of the private schools that are mixed existing in communities because government has failed to provide public schools there. So why do you punish someone who attends a private school like ECG in the middle of which is not someone who attends that school pays two cities their school fees? How do you punish that person by telling the person that for you to get to protect you are a private school so you need to get something higher you know that school has no facilities close to any public school in Ghana. But there is no school in that area, so that's the only school they are able to attend, and they pay two cities a day. So we have construed, we have misconstrued every private school to mean Roman rich, and that's the problem we are having here. But beyond that, all I want to say is that last year, GES in some districts, you know, they wrote letters to schools instructing the junior school masters not to do any admission from Form 2, and that they should refer all admission requests from Form 2 to the office. What we see, what we our observation is that since then, the it was it was cocoa season for some junior high school teachers, heads cocoa season. But before they admit you at that level, you know what it means. But then what we have done is that we have actually centralized the cocoa instead of passing the whole thing. So now everything will take place at the education office in the district, but the admission will still take place. That's what is happening, and. Um, like I said, we are collecting data. We are monitoring the junior high school, the public school, uh, junior high school enrollment trends. We are monitoring the trend because you will be seeing that in some districts, you know, the number of private private junior high school students will be increasing, and then uh, will be decreasing, and then the number of public junior high school students in form two will be increasing. You will be seeing that the number of students that private schools private schools are registering for BC will be reducing. And the number of students that public schools are this will be increasing beyond the normal rate of increase or decrease. So we are observing the trend, but we know that it's been going on for about three years. Just because private school students want to escape this feeling of being on fairly marked down and also take advantage of 30% allocation to public basic schools because they also want to attend category A schools. 
your 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 plate is full for the year so i'll leave you and we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll come back on updates when you are done <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much this is this is very serious guys and i think we need to take a, a breather here and come back and continue because we are discussing education and you know you you've been saying this and i've unfortunately i haven't taken it seriously but the way kofias articulates and the example he gives in the kumasi school that a school has in four mocks the best student had 86 and that student just probably a week later went to get a grade six in english mm. and the <laughs> best grade in the school was a grade six and then he says in a school in kaswa a private school all the students went to write in a public school i told i i i, I the whole school I, i've been telling you this for two weeks now yeah, but in the, in the in a serious this, country this, this, for two this weeks should now. this should be this should the, the minister of education should call for an independent thorough investigation into this the private schools have been trying to get an audience with him on this matter for three weeks now and what, what, they so haven't i don't know if they have met him but the last time oh, i checked they hadn't Edutrum is quite supposedly uh, very they have been trying he said <laughs> on this matter I, I started raising this matter because i had spoken to different people mm-hmm. on the matter including some schools i'm very familiar with and when the some of the schools told me they are great where yeah. the, some, 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 some of the schools, I can't mention some of the schools, but when a certain school tells you that their BEC rate was like at five percent, yeah, because I mean, you should, you know, that's you serious. Should, you should sit back and like, there is no way, guys, even we, yeah, it's <laughs> I got ten ones. So, and, and if you look at what kids of today are learning, they should be much better than us, <laughs> you see. So, yeah. the, the, the percentage drop in pass for the private schools for the past three years has become a bit of a worry to them but this year it looks like a they, form they just give them the thing just over them <laughs> the thing just over them and you see this thing i was telling you most of the my suspicions are just suspicions i cannot address them i cannot voice them on radio it would not be proper but i have a very clear working suspicion about what is going on with so this is this so you, you are you are cynical you're saying this is not an accident no 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 it is not it's not an accident it is it is it is not an accident if you look at the trends for the past three years in line with commentary that has been run by technocrats mm. when you put it together you will see clearly what's going on or, or bureaucrats technocrats and bureaucrats when it comes to the education they are the same <laughs> technocrats and bureaucrats when it comes to education they are the same and politicians too. Let, let's take a breather i'm really yes, concerned I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up my yes. thoughts on education this is if parents want to hear from you we're talking education calendar changes double track persist uh government wants to pay everything and just a quick correction so the school i was referring to that old the the two million they owed was for ghana water okay uh, so the school owed no, ghana no water two million mm-hmm. and they are they use prepaid for electricity so it's not electricity they owe ghana water two million so uh, we'll be right back stay with us this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. We refuse to be what you wanted us to be. We are what we are 
Start your undergraduate or master's program this March at Webster University and get a 40% scholarship. Don't miss out on the opportunity to invest in your future. Open global doors when you earn a quality American master's degree in international relations, business administration, or human resource management in just about 16 months. MBA students can choose a general MBA or specialize in marketing, corporate finance, corporate comms, information technology management, cybersecurity, project management, or digital marketing. Admissions are open for undergraduate and graduate programs. Apply now to enroll for our March 2023 intake and get up to 40% of tuition. Call 0540-120-849 or 0540-120-940 or visit webstar.edu.gh.com. I've, I vow to be available. I vow to be dependable. I vow to be reliable. This is the Ghana Post Vow. It's Vows on Wheels. Welcome to our love fest. For 30 CDs, we will deliver all your gifts to your loved ones within Accra. For 20 CDs, you get sorted within Greater Kumasi, within Campus Deer, Fala, 10 CD pet. Call Ghana Post to schedule your deliveries now. You may dial or WhatsApp 0542. 527004 that's 0542527004 Look out now Vows on wheels carrying love to its destination This promo is brought to you by Ghana Post Update your personal information and settle all your outstanding bills on your letterbox this month and enjoy a special 10% discount And according to the World Bank Ghana is faced with 12% youth unemployment with more than 50% underemployment In addition, observers generally agree that Ghana's youth are ill-prepared for the world of work and only 38 out of 100 school children transition to the next level of the academic year. Will you sit and consent or contribute to solving the problem? Your donation of one CD a day will support Lead Africa International Train Fee. Donate, donate to 0549-274-728. That's 0549-274-728. Or on Chango at Lead Africa International. Together we can change the future of Ghana one student at a time. Now, the GRA is reminding all withholding tax agents, including VAT withholding agents appointed by the Commissioner General, that withholding taxes must be paid to the Domestic Tax Revenue Division of the GRA by the 15th of every month. Withholding taxes for January 2023 will therefore be due by Wednesday, February 15th. 2023. Now, you can also submit hard and soft copies of schedules indicating gross amount tax deducted, mm. names of taxpayers, and the TIN or Ghana card pin from whom the taxes were withheld. You can contact the GRA on info at gra.gov.gh or send a WhatsApp message on 0552-990-000 or 0200-631-664. So 
Now, when you're planning your next adventure, remember, it's not just the destination, it's how you get there. And Emirates is giving you a great time in between. They'll serve you great food. You get to enjoy great service. And there's more on Emirates economy. Find out more at Emirates.com. Now, join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time, and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools, Microsoft Excel and Power BI. This is all to help you get good insights from your data for your decision making. Speak to Finex Skills Hub. They are offering hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in Excel for work, data analytics and financial modeling to help you improve productivity at the office. Register now via finexskillshub.com or call 0244-782356 to sign up for our corporate and individual training sessions. Finex Skills Hub, learn, connect, grow. All right, still on education, lots of comments coming in. All right, so uh, Nathan, I'll a couple of quick comments and then Godfrey will come in. Mm-hmm. Yes, this one says, good morning, mm-hmm. CBS. In fact, what the GS is doing to our educational system is disgusting. How can students go to school on the 9th of January and return on the 17th of February? Is that how the so-called managers treated uh, way back? during the days of secondary schools they ought to sit up and fix the mess they have created Mm. and vanish from their positions because they are destroying the future of our children that's coming from yaoba who's a parent Mm -hmm. this one says bernard please those you are referring to as form twos were admitted to form one in april 2022 so how come they are informed to in January 2023? That's Che from Kaswa asking a question. Charlie. This one says, the delays in the release of placements is rather disquieting. You know, it costs an average of about 5,000 CDs to put your school items together. Mm-hmm. For some of the dresses, you have to get them sewn. Parents need at least two weeks to raise the needed funds to prepare their children for school. Bernard, you buy trunk, mattress, chop box, shoes, provisions, pillow, bed sheet, etc., I think you should uh, get a copy of a standard prospectus. The truth is, nobody understands the calendar. You just comply when it comes out. <laughs> this one says, the reality is parents will have to get trunk, chop box, bed sheets. You can buy those irrespective of which school they are going to. But you need to get their house dresses and other school-specific items, which you can only buy if you know the school they are going to. Okay. Uh, Bernard, I'm a parent waiting for placement for my twins who are supposed to be going to two different schools. One wants to go to Wesley Girls. The other wants to go to Fancy Pim. When will I get to know whether they are getting their first choices? And if they get it, when am I going to mobilize all they will need before Monday? Um, mm. When as of today, I have no idea when they are Let going to Let me read a comment and bring Godfrey in because it will segues into your comment. Mm. Bernard, I want to remain anonymous. I agree with Godfrey about the homework children are being given being too much. Mm. I've had to go into my child's school and ask why every teacher is expecting homework to be completed during the weekend and handed out on Monday. Sometimes six homeworks given on a Friday and required to be completed on Monday next. What I've observed is that compared to our time, we closed from school early, we played a lot, as kids using milk tins to make cars and other creative items. And the fact of the matter is that most of us are all in good place working for international companies abroad. What I fear for our children is that the balance of education and play is no longer there or seems to have been diminished. Children wake up and very early and return 12 plus hours. Then we continue homework after that. 
and they have to go to bed on a full belly. No wonder most of the kids you see are looking obese. In some schools, teachers are asking kids to do a lot of research rather than actually teaching them, giving them strategies and shortcuts. This frees up the time of teachers to do some pack 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 on the side. A few of the schools are doing the right thing. The majority of the so-called private schools are not. All right, so let's just let me just, let me just wrap this up. So, this yes, so I was talking about parents mm-hmm. and how maybe the lack of public angst mm-hmm. at a very high level mm-hmm. is because parents are okay with the outcomes they get because mm-hmm. you see at the end of the day it's, education is an individual thing mm-hmm. i might not like it but you might like it mm-hmm. okay so maybe a lot of parents are actually okay mm-hmm. i'm just saying that personal on a personal level i don't feel what my child will get out of the system as it is now mm-hmm. is adequate for my child to compete mm-hmm. with the world which is where I want my child to be. I don't know what the objectives for your children are. <laughs> so for other parents as well, they will experience this differently. But what is quite clear is that there are significant limitations with the system as it is now. There are significant difficulties. And my worry mm-hmm. is the over-concentration on achieving political statistics Political statistics. statistics. It's something I raised with the WASI results. I don't want to talk about it. Political statistics. I don't want to talk about it too much. But when you see the thing is always in out for me, outcomes is everything. Mm. When somebody gets a certain score and the person, you talk to the person and you ask the person certain questions and, on, on TRC. <laughs> and the person gives you certain response, you're asking yourself, how did you get, how this? How did you get this score that is in front of you? You expect the person's mind to operate in a certain way. Hmm. But the person's mind is very much in a box. <laughs> and for me, those are the things we need to improve. That we need to take a closer look at. We might end up taking all the statistical boxes of 100% pass at this, 85% pass at that. But long term, hmm. long term, we will have a lot of damage. And that is my concern, Bernard. Now, if you're planning for your next adventure, you're thinking of traveling, it's not just the destination, it's also about how you get there. Now, the best things about traveling right is not just the people you meet, but the food, the environment. Now, on Emirates, you can dine on gourmet meals inspired by regional cuisine. And what better way to toast the start of your holiday than with your choice of free-flowing drinks? Expect world-class service along every step of the journey from Emirates award-winning cabin crew. Fly better on Emirates at emirates.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is City 97.3.
Well, uh, the, the man who sang the song is in the studio. Before I talk to him, Providence Insurance is 40 years old. We welcome you to a new year. Remember to insure your new car, renew your existing motor insurance from now till 31st March. Get a free gift such as fuel coupons or several other branded Providence souvenirs. Rush for insurance, cover now. Terms and conditions apply. Provident man, you are covered. I mean, forget his name. So, Nathan, I'm here with Aquabua. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's do the most important thing. Shades of Love is coming up tonight. Yes, exactly. La Palm Hotel. Yes. Yeah, La Palm Beach. Uh, and it's um, how do people get tickets? Okay, so for now, um, mm-hmm. you can get some CT here, mm-hmm. um, Bajano Total. Mm-hmm. But then um, you would have to come to the gate by four to to buy to if you buy, want to buy yeah, there. Four. Yeah, if you don't I have, have to come ticket. to the gate. Yeah, mm. because um, after four. We will be taking all the tickets from the vendors and then so that there will not be any space. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So when we say shares of love, what are we talking about? So we are talking about um, different kind of love. Uh-huh. That's um, um, the complicated part, mm-hmm. the sad and then the happy mm. part of love. That's how this uh, concert. Came so you are out. reflecting all the various shades. Shades, yes, of love. And of love. And it's got songs to talk about. All, all the shades. All those yeah. different things. Oh, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. So some those who are red hot. Yes. Yeah, love songs Song, are there. Yes. And those who are pink, pink they yes. are not sure. Uh-huh. Complicated one and then uh-huh. the happy one. <laughs> so there's a song called Love is Unfair mm-hmm. where like you see you see you love some girl with a girl with a few, you feel mm-hmm. some other person. That's that, the that's the song for that's you. Circle, yeah. I see. And there's um the one you're talking about will be a, that's a happy one. Okay. And there's a sad one which you just played Hold Me Down. Hold, Hold me, me Down. down. Yeah. Then so there are other sadder ones. Like which like one? Trona, Trona, which yeah. Sad. Are you a love song singer? Yes. It's, it's like it's like your your specialty. Yes, that's 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 me. Mm. And I don't know why, I don't know how, but um, when I pick a pen to write, naturally, mm. you you love this concept of love. Love, yeah. The issue I, of love is you love it. Everything <laughs> that God created was built on love. Your song with Sinasol is doing very well these days. Mm, I like thank it. You. Drop a bit of it. Let me hear. Thank you. I wanted to ask you about that because uh, uh, mm. I don't who chose her to do the, the duet or she chose you. Whose song is it? Is it your song or her song? <laughs> it's my song. It's your song. Yes, and I chose her to do it. Yeah, to do it. Mm. And I think that she was, she was the perfect she, she, choice. She, she yeah. killed it. Drop one line for me.
<laughs> I love the song. Oh, that's a wonderful the song. B. Wonderful. So this is a happy love song. Yes. So this one is the red. Yes, the red. So yeah. those who are in love can yes, come to shades yeah. of love and yes. you play the song for them. Yeah, exactly. Good. What about those who are in the middle? They are not sure. It's Complicated one. Like they don't know what kind of song represents that one. There's a song called um, "Love Is Unfair." Love is unfair. Yeah, love is unfair. You should play that one. <laughs> but they, they should also come for the shades of love concert because yeah. I'll talk about the complicated. Side. The complicated situation. Yeah, situations. I'll talk about it for a while and then you will play their songs for them. Exactly. So if you are here, and who knows if you are in a complicated situation, <laughs> this is your chance. Okay, play it. I hurt so bad. Sometimes I keep asking myself why love is so unfair. She they give me everything I want. She just did buy me everything I need. Trying to make love work with me. I wish, say this love could feel be. But if she won't touch me, then she'll start day annoying me. When she call me plenty, I don't know why. Then she'll start to bore me. Oh, me. I know say this not be good though. Really wish that I could love her back. Oh, and my heart not give me the chance. Oh, cause it belongs to somebody else. The person not to give a demo. She's busy loving somebody else. So I ask myself, say why? So why is love unfair? Love, 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 which that which is doing well but surprised him. Yeah. So he yes, didn't know it to yeah. do well. I didn't I didn't. Shamibo. Shamibo, yeah. Actually it was four songs and I remember mm. right then I was under Success Music. Mm-hmm. We circled it and I sent mm-hmm. four songs. Up three up tempo songs and then this mm-hmm. uh, calm one. Mm-hmm. And then he listened to all of them and he was like, Bro, you. Mm. I didn't know why he said I should come home. I mm-hmm. went there and then he listened to all of them and was like, you know what? Your strength is with a calm one. Mm. I think this will do well. So we shot a video for that one. At the back of my mind, okay, it's a calm song, and I, I was just surprised how. Mm. Let's hear it, Sammy. Yeah. So you were shocked how well the song is doing. Exactly, yeah. It's one of your temp- signature songs yeah, now. Yeah. Maybe I said, maybe I'm a 
Guys, Nathan is dying here. All right. So now, Akwaba, people want to come for Shades of Love. Okay. So where do they, you've already mentioned, is there a ticket hotline? Can they call a number? Yes, there's a number to call. And then what are the rates as well? If you can just walk us through that. Okay, so um, ticket goes out for 400 Ghana cities, mm-hmm. VVIP, 300 mm-hmm. VIP, and then um, 200 for standard okay. ticket. Mm-hmm. But then um, for tables and commanders, mm-hmm. There's a, a number to call. Oh, they be a big boy. Like, oh, you don't want to be. You, you want to call, so they bring the ticket. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah man. So you call um zero two seven two two seven 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 five seven zero two seven two two seven 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 five seven. They will deliver your tickets to you. Shades of love. Shades of love concert. And what time is it starting? Seven p.m. Seven p.m. Thing is, tomorrow people might be going to work, so yeah, you start early. Start early, finish early. early yeah. 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 The, line, the lineup is crazy. I wouldn't want to give everything up, but mm. certainly daddy is coming. He's going to do the. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. 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 So that is going to be there. I've got some crazy lineup coming. So wow, I know you're you're coming too. We'll see you there. <laughs> but what should we wear? So it's um red or um pink. Shades. Mm. Yeah, shades of love. Shades of love. Yes. Shades of red. Yeah, we have. Uh, we have white only. Also wear. Yeah. As understated. But definitely as talented as ever. Time check is 10 minutes, a minute past 10. That's what we have time for for today's edition of the show. Call 0272-277-757. Pick up your ticket from Bachona Total. Or at 4 p.m., get to the venue. All Shades of Love. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the show. It focused primarily on education. Lots of work being done by uh, Africa Education Watch. We'll go back there to see what they can find. 